Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank and I'm with Squeaks. Squeaks! And Daniel. Hola. And uh, before we get too far, I want to talk about our um, Audible sponsorship. We talked about that last week. Uh, we do have a new sponsor, Audible. Uh, we planned on pushing the first ad out this week. We're holding that off till next week. We still have to finish up some paperwork stuff. Um, but I do have our first book, so I don't think I talked to you guys about it yet. But uh, you guys can sign up for Audible. You use our name or through the link. And uh, then, you know, gives it helps support the podcast. And you guys can listen to a, pod, uh, listen to a book. Each month, I'm going to pick a book. Well, one of us will pick a book that we all listen to. And then we'll, you know, talk about it in one of the episodes. Uh, the first book I already have in, in mind is, is a good one that actually I've been meaning to read anyways for um, for podcast reasons. It's going to be about like how to understand comics and stuff like that and like panel layout and all that fancy stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that's all going to be pushed back to next week. We're just still finishing some things up. So don't sign up for Audible yet and wait till you put in Geek Freaks. What's a, what's our name for the future? How do they, how do they use our name for it? It'll that's that's what we're trying to figure out. So um, okay, I don't want it to be just where you click a link. I want you to actually enter Geek Freaks. And so I'm working on that with them. So it's it's okay. it's a back and forth. Their Amazon owns Audible, so it's kind of like, um, excuse me, guys, can we do it this way, please? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're getting there. Uh, do you guys have any books that you'd want to read? That you've been kind of holding off on. Or uh, by the way, it's a listen to. Who are we kidding? But you know, should be. Oh shoot, I could, uh, Audible wise, no. Well, I guess you could get it for Audible. Uh, I just finished uh, Blood Air. It was kind of like that oh, whole yeah. feeling of like the Avatar last spinner. I just finished it. Um, definitely a cliffhanger because she already announced that the number two is already coming out this fall. Um, I thought it was good though. It was really gruesome in the beginning, so that's what hooked me. But right now I'm reading um, Star Wars. Oh God, something to do with uh, the new Star Wars Aftermath? land in Disneyland. Oh no, no. it's oh I forgot Galaxy's what it's called. Edge, but yeah, it's a, it's in the Galaxy's Edge line, but it's called something else. But anyway, Crash of Fate or something, I think. Yeah. And uh, so I'm really, I just started that right now. And I really like how we're, they're expanding a, a universe about a land in Disneyland. Yeah. So I'm super interested in that. They have a lot to just go off of it because it's so new and fresh and there's no story in that world anyway. Yeah, might as well. What about you, yeah. Daniel? Is there anything you've been meaning to, to read? Uh, right now... Sword Art Online, Progressive. I've been saying that I've been I'm gonna keep reading it, or I'm gonna finish the first book. Mm-hmm. Haven't I? Still need to and want to, so I need to check and see if uh, Audible has it. Oh, I'm sure they do. That's a really good one too, because I love because it, it's basically like the first half of the first season, right? The book version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's is. the best part. In my it opinion, is just so more detail. Okay, I'll be reading that then for sure. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and get in some news, guys, real quick. Uh, we're going to start things off with um, some news from The Last of Us Part 2. You guys are both playing it and going to give us a review at the end of this. Uh, it's now the fastest selling PS4 exclusive title ever. Has it sold Woo-woo. 4 million copies in the first few days. Um, is it worth... I mean, like, I don't want to get into the review part of it, but do you think it should be the fastest selling game? Is it, that, is it like the best game you guys are playing on the PS4? Uh, best game of the PS4? Uh, yes and no. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely worth the money. Yeah. I had fun beating it, um, but there are things that make me rage and wanted to break my PlayStation after I beat it at three in the morning, but yeah. really good game, really good game, really worth it. Graphics are really good. Uh, not as good as like uh, Death Stranding, like visual on character models, because right. I know Death Stranding does a different, they did a different way to uh, capture the the characters into the mm-hmm. game. Uh but it was still really good and really fun game to play. Yeah. 
What do you think? Yeah, real quick, it's definitely it's definitely worth the sixty dollars. Like I wouldn't wait for it to go on sale. Like yeah, just just go out and buy the game right now. Um, yeah, I I think and I told this to people before. I think this is one of the best storytelling video games that's ever been made. That's sure. that's crazy. Yeah. And you're not even towards the end where Squeaks Daniel kind of broke in some information. No, no. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, okay. So yeah, 4 million already. That's great. Uh, next little bit of news. So these, we're kind of going over some of these real quick ones in the beginning because this is stuff that just popped up today. The next thing Mm -hmm. is, uh, we have brand new Twitter accounts made. Uh, they're just called placeholder, but the Mm -hmm. at, you know, the actual address form, one is fable. The other one is perfect dark game. And what's interesting about these, they have one follower and, uh, one of the followers is, what is it? It's a Microsoft employee. And the other one is um, oh is registered to a Microsoft email address, so these could be actually the little placeholders for future games, you know, Twitter accounts. Uh, would you guys be excited for either a new Fable game or a Perfect Dark game? Uh, for sure, Fable, hands yeah. down. I think for sure, what uh, Xbox needs to do, yeah, they need to start uh, pumping out these exclusives that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason for them not to have a Fable four by now. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, definitely Fable. Perfect Dark. That's uh, kind of funny that uh, I just recently played one of them on that rare replay. Yeah. So it'd be kind of neat to revisit one of those in the modern day technology video games. Uh, mostly Fable, though. Yeah. Excited for that one. Would you want, like, for, so for Daniel, would you want a Fable 4 or would you want a Fable reboot? Fable. Ooh. Probably Fable. I would want both, actually. Yeah, we'd love not? to play both because I played the first one. Never actually beat the first one, but I did play a lot of it. And then I just fell off the game and played a little bit second one, yeah. but that was pretty much it. Yeah, if they make I, a Fable so remastered. Yeah, if they make a Fable remastered, then you know a Fable Four is coming. Like to give yeah. everybody a real quick, hey, this is what you know happened in the other games. That first Fable game is almost a perfect RPG, so I would totally be down for a remaster of that. That'd be excellent. And then. Perfect, Perfect Dark was the sequel, basically, to 007 Goldeneye. Um, with that kind of care put into a current-gen system, next-gen system, I'm totally down. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have a new patent that Sony filed. Uh, it's for a possible multi-screen feature for the PS5. Basically, what this is, you guys remember back in the 90s, they had that picture-in-picture? Picture. You guys remember that? It was, like, really cool. By the only old mm-hmm. one that remembers no. that. No, I don't remember <laughs> any of that. Yeah, what is that? Man, when that came out, it was like, this is the future. You could be watching football and soap operas at the same time. So what it is is... Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, about. <laughs> you have your screen, right, where you're that. watching football. And then in the corner, you could be having something else going on. Like you have Netflix streaming in the little corner box. Well, at the time, oh. it was just another TV station, Channel 4, whatever. It was picture in picture, or they call it PIP. PlayStation now has a patent they just uh, did that's basically doing this again. The idea is you're playing, say you're playing a shooter, and uh, it's Fortnite and you're doing duos. You could have your partner's stream in the other little picture so you can watch what he's seeing. You could also set it up to where, oh, I'm, I'm playing an RPG. It's one of those real long games, playing Red Dead. In that corner, you could be watching Netflix. Something like that. Um, yeah. You could also control your audio. There's two different versions of the patent that are in, two different images they show. One where it's a full screen of the main, uh, main screen, and then the other one they call subscreen that's in the corner the other one is a subscreen on the side with a feed underneath it which shows that could be like a twitch chat or maybe your discord you know what i'm saying what what kind of uses would you guys have for this the squeaks let's start with you 
Damn. So um, actually, I wouldn't. <laughs> I just yeah, really. See, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask uh, you or Daniel because I I don't ever see myself doing a dealer screen like that. Oh, okay. Daniel, I know uh, you're gonna because, use it. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely uh, to, use it probably for like YouTube, watching like Undisputed, my my subscriptions, or actually watching uh, my Twitch followers. Uh, not Twitch followers. Uh, people. Yeah, I watch, the whatever. people you follow on Twitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. How how how? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't you feel distracted no, while you're playing a game yourself? Not really. No, uh, not I really. Yeah, to me. Because think about how we, we game now on the PCs. Like I don't know about you guys, but I'm always listening to a podcast. I've got a TV right next to me while I'm on the computer. That's you know I'll put like Netflix on and game. And I usually have I usually am editing the podcast or something like that. Like I've got multiple things going on. This seems perfect right up my alley. I cannot wait to binge some. Like it's great when you got like, watching The Office on Netflix. Something that you don't necessarily need to mm-hmm. see something new. But you want it in the background. I mean that's perfect. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm easily distracted then because I'm not like you guys. I'm like, uh, I gotta gotta focus away from the video game. Yeah. Oh, man. So you haven't been focused. That's why you don't have the (laughs) the last of us beat yet. Oh, my God. Definitely. (laughs) You're probably going to hear that a couple more times. Hey, maybe you should put that back on easy mode. (laughs) Sammy's waiting for easy mode. (laughs) Uh, Daniel has a boner right now because you're talking shit on me not beating it right now. He's like, oh, my God. Frankie just turned me on. Uh, the last bit of the quick news is uh, The Boys will be releasing September uh, 4th and going to October 9th. So they're actually doing the weekly format now instead of just releasing all episodes at once. Um, I'm personally not a big fan of this. I like to be able to just binge my show and be done with it. Yeah. This kind of just drags it out. What do you think, Daniel? I just want all the episodes so I could just binge watch it, stay up till like four in the morning and then like, I don't know, go to bed happy or freaking yeah. just be upset and not be able to fall asleep. And uh, usually just not go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But usually I just like them all coming out. Like usually Netflix does it. Uh, it was nice to watch like The Witcher and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of a little disappointed. But I probably not go. I'm not sure if I'm going to get into it right away. Wasn't really too happy of the boys on the first season. I know everybody really? loved it. I didn't really care for it too much. It's still a good show. I just didn't like that kind of uh, portray on superheroes. Yeah, they're kind of like villains or just people. It kind of. Just, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Squeaks? Um, business wise, for Hulu, it makes sense to try to keep people subscription longer. It's Amazon Prime, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Amazon. Sorry, oh, yeah, Amazon. Um, Squeaky. But um, same thing though. Um, <laughs> As a not Netflix. Uh, <laughs> but um uh yeah that's the only thing i can think of uh i'm not a big fan of it because i do like to watch at least a couple episodes i could go up to like three depending on how mm-hmm. long each episode is um but yeah I, the only benefit as a uh, consumer is that i can I watch one episode and then continue other episodes other things that i'm watching um other than that if i'm not watching anything then it's like oh i wish the boys episode two was on right now well yeah. that is a good Sorry, that is a good point, though, because when I watched The Boys, I had a two week free trial of Prime. So, I mean, honestly, that that is a smart, it's a yeah. smart idea yeah. for me. It's definitely a business thing, yeah, for sure. So, uh, so the way you'll have to do it, Squeaks, is to, or uh, Daniel, when you do when you fire up the trial again, is you fire it up on the last week of the show so that you can binge the other oh, episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. Um, so, I The Mandalorian came out in a weekly format, and it actually had me excited for Fridays when The Mandalorian would come out, which has yeah. been a long time since that was a thing. Like, Survivor's the only thing I think that does that to me anymore nowadays. Yeah. Um, so, as long as it's not commonplace, I'm happy with that because there are times where, like, look, the new Stranger Things is out. My weekend's planned. I'm not going anywhere. 
Um, yeah, so we'll see how, you know, I think it's actually going to kind of become common again. It's something that it, it, as long as you could drag it past the one month mark, then you've got two months at least from the people watching the show. So that's crazy for them not to do that. All right, next up, we have a new champ joining Smash Brothers. This is Min Min. Did you guys watch the trailer announcing Min Min on Smash nope. Brothers? No, but I, I, I've heard all the, the, uh, juicy excitement details. around it. <laughs> Juicy details, yeah. You guys aren't playing. You guys aren't big on Smash Brothers right now, right? I- I'm kind of dormant on it myself. Right now, no. I haven't been playing for a while. But then again, I just got my Switch back, so yeah. That's true. Thanks you just you had your argument with, with. Well, you got a new Switch, right? So it's because I think we talked yeah, about new that. Switch. Yeah. With uh, yeah. So I'll turn on Smash, and I have completely like no roster. Just like the what six people you start off. Oh, with. I thought that game was okay. No, that too you erased no. everything. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm not really a big fan of jumping in this match right now. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, so if you guys aren't familiar with the Arms franchise, it's this thing where they have the extendable arms, and it's like a boxing game. Uh, Min Min has these dragon hands. They are able to change out with like a gun and stuff like that. Uh, she can use the dragon claws to grab onto the stage when she's falling off and rebound herself. She also uses them to shoot fire in a certain area. So she has like ranged hits, which she's able to punch, and she like a powers her punch, so that, that does a lot of damage. But she's also able to like blow fire and kind of keep her distance. I think she's going to be zoning a lot, pushing people to one side of the map and keeping her corner safe. Um, and then she's able to counter range attacks with a backflip. So she's she's really able to kind of lock down the spot, and then you have to approach her, and then she's going to be able to set you up. I think she's actually going to be pretty powerful. Uh, what do you guys think about a champ that does that, that has that kind of range on it? Daniel, what, what are your thoughts on that? Honestly... <sighs> Not really a big fan of that champ. It doesn't even sound fun. It yeah. sounds kind of broken, especially <laughs> if you're playing uh, the king. What's uh, the the crocodile? God damn it. King. Uh, king Didi. King Didi. Yeah. Is that it? I think yeah, that yeah. sounds like the Kirby one, but yeah. Oh, then that's the Kirby guy. Yeah. Is crocodile. What is the crocodile? Oh, my God. We are losing well, the, all geek cred right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I only play it when I'm playing with you guys. You guys I, are I on The play. Last of Us right now. That's what it is. I mean, and I'm on Satisfactory. Like, our brains are just locked up. So it's hard to think about Nintendo. It's okay, I got this. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also I'm a bigger fan of like the faster moving champs. So this one that it just she looks so slow and lumbering. I was yeah, but what? Uh, King King K. King, but yeah, King Cruel. Yeah, King. Yeah, I feel like yeah. most of the characters in Smash are like pretty slow pace. Well, well, if you think of like well, well not like Martha yeah. and stuff like that, there are they have fast champs. It basically boils down to yeah. Oh, but near fifty fifty, I would assume. Um, of the fast versus the slow, you got Star Fox and everything like that. Yeah, I think there's a balance for sure because I play a zero suit Samus, but if I need a go. bigger, uh, tankier type of uh, player, I'll go with Ridley. Yeah. So DK's my my slow yeah. slugger. Um, mm. Yeah, I I just wasn't too excited about it. Honestly, it's not a franchise I care about either. Have Have you played any? I know you're a big Switch guy over there. Have you played any Arms at all? Uh, no, actually, I I have not ever. I thought about getting it because I really liked how Splatoon and yeah. I, that's what me giving a chance on the new IP that they had. And I was really interested because I know they had like the unchangeable arms and you could power up your character because your arms, you, you take them off and put different ones on, I guess. Right. Right. Um, but I never got into it. And I think because a lot of it was that they were selling it as one where you could use the controllers like a Wii U yeah, or a Wii. No. Yeah. We yeah. the like motion control. Yeah. And I think you don't have to, but they were selling that so much and trying to make it like an actual sport that I just, yeah. just like, look, I don't want to get up at like seven o'clock in the morning and move my <laughs> arms around. I just want to punch yeah. people without that. So and just that's what, a and B. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what lost my interest. So I never really touched it yet. Yeah. I've been avoiding it as well. 
Um, okay, so the next one, Daniel. This one, man, is right up your alley. It's Pokemon Unite. This is a new MOBA game with Pokemon Champions. It's played on the mobile and the Switch, which is what worries me. But it's mm. developed by Tencent. Now, they're the ones that make... Um, they own Riot Games that make League of Legends. Yeah. And so... From what you watch in the trailer, it's essentially just, you know, these five-on-five matches. It's very similar to League of Legends. Would you want to play a League of Legends that has these Pokemon characters? No. That doesn't... (laughs) No, it doesn't even sound fun. I'm wondering... I don't I'm think I'm gonna delay that edit out. I'm gonna or that. I don't. I'm not gonna edit that delay out. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, a MOBA that Pokemon. Hmm. That I'm like. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's possible. Especially, <laughs> it's I mean, they each have abilities, so I could kind of yeah. see it. But I feel like it would be more for like a little kid to play. Well, yeah, I, so I think it's good, good entry-level mobile, especially the fact that it's going to be on the Switch and mobile. It's not on PC, so you'd have to use an emulator for the PC. Um, I think it's going to be a good entry-level one. But with Tencent behind it, and them really knowing this market, I think it. I mean, they know mobile games for sure. Uh, I think it has a chance to be a success. They showed a Charmander that was really cool. You that's think kinda, so? That's what it, I yeah, think it's going to be successful. Uh, yeah, I was, watch, I was watching that announced trailer. And I think the what, the, what it is, the Pokemon, the... Uh, evolve in the game yeah. as you as you progress and level up your character so pretty much like you know you and league of legends where you get like a different ability yeah it feels Every like level. Yeah, yeah certain levels you know your charmander charmeleon and the charizard and using the abilities and like their alts are really neat but i'm not really getting the concept of the game so you uh defeat pokemon you catch them and then you bring them back to a circle so it has that um heroes of the storm feel where yeah. it's more of a je- objective but i'm not it feels like your circle always back at your base. So where's the real threat at? Do you meet kind of like on one end more of the map instead of the middle? Well, if, uh, if the know. balancing is right, then it's going to make it to where, because it's five on five. So you have to 2v2 yeah. or 2v3. And so I think it's going to be that. It's going to be balancing okay. which way, because you want to be able to outnumber the other guys, be able to catch them and then bring them back. So I think it's all about balancing. I think, you know, Daniel was right in the fact that this is going to be kind of a, a starter mode for the kids. Because League of Legends has this, but you know, up to eleven, this is going to be kind of like, oh, you know, oh, I'm outnumbered. Let me back up. When in League of Legends, you're running the numbers so much faster. So we know, you know this is free. That's it one thing it will be free. Yeah. yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, okay. there's no release date yet, but it is free to play. So you know, it's gonna have its skins and everything like that, much like League of Legends. Honestly, it doesn't sound exciting to play at all. Yeah, I, especially uh, for somebody I, who's already a mobile player, it might not be. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I mean, I'm definitely gonna play it for sure and try it out. Um, you, you probably did should. you see how many people are hating on this right now? <laughs> if you look on uh, YouTube, they have like a thousand more dislikes than they do likes right now. Yeah, that that magic ratio. Yeah. If if you have more dislikes than likes, then you know that okay, we're in for a big fight. It's gonna be review bombed. Yeah. It's like already hated by the internet. Uh, yeah. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. I'm waiting for that. I mean, even though the last Pokemon was semi open world, I'm waiting for a real legit. Uh, open world MMO yeah. Pokemon game. You should play World of Warcraft, catch pets. <laughs> yeah. It's out yeah. there. It's it's a good gold maker. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's the next game. I know not, none of us play it. It's called Stalker Online. Have you guys heard of that game? Uh, Yeah. Three seconds ago. Three seconds ago. Yeah. That's, that's no. You're on top of it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So it's kind of like, it feels like a, a World War Z kind of game, you know. Um, Not World War Z. I'm sorry. What was that one that we you and me used to play, Daniel? Daisy or something like that, right? Uh, Daisy. Yeah. Uh, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's Daisy. 
Okay, it looks like one of those. Uh, it's really big in Russia and Eastern Europe. It's developed out in Australia. It's an MMORPG, post-apocalyptic. And uh, anyway, so if you guys are a fan of this game, if you're a player of this game, you've played it before, check your account. So what happened was they had a big cyber attack. The game has more than 1.2 million users, all of them. All of their information has been stolen now from a hacker. Uh, their logins, phone numbers, email addresses, and IP addresses. Uh, the information is taken from both the, the game itself and the forums. So if you're just visiting the site and whatever chatting, which, you know, whatever's there too. Uh, so yeah, so what you know, what do you guys do if somebody gets all your gaming information? You gonna change your logins? I mean, it's I mean, you would have to, right? Game. I mean, yeah, I think it was uh, like other games that you put in so many hours in, and they're just wasted somehow because some dick asshole went into steal your shit. Yeah, my thing is this game looks horrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> why are people even playing this game? This game looks like shit. It's like, oh my god, there's a lot of games <laughs> like that that people like to play. Yeah, and like Arma and stuff like that. Yeah, it's bigger in different places. It's not, I mean, yeah. definitely not big here, but in different yeah. countries and stuff, it's definitely going to be big. Yeah, like DayZ did not look great. It was a fantastic game. Even PUBG. PUBG technically doesn't look that great compared to yeah. current games, but I mean, it's a fantastic game. It's kind of like PUBG um, look a little bit, just a little bit downgrade from that. Um, this was done by the uh, famous, uh, hacker. He's a hacker for hire. So insta killer. So there's actually a guy that people hired to Crazy. do some hacks for you, whatever, like DDoS video game releases and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so there's no information on, on whether or not he was actually hired for this job or just wanted to go, wanted to go out and do it himself. What we do know is that when he gained access by penetrating the stalker online homepage, and then he put up a new image saying, basically it's, it's just like, you guys suck at social or uh, cybersecurity. If you want help, let me know. Otherwise, I'm posting everybody's data online. And he wanted like X oh, amount wow. of millions. He, they haven't said how much he wanted, but it's it's quite a bit. Um, Big World, which is the company, the Australian company that runs Stalker Online, they have not um, commented on anything. But if you guys do have an account with them, change your password because it's all up in the air right now. And and they haven't commented yeah. anything, so that means they're not going to pay. So that means your information is going to be out there, which sucks. Especially, yeah. especially when they can tie your email to your IP address, that that's just that's where you're at, you know. So that's too bad. Damn. Yeah. Have that? Has there been any games that you guys have played where that's happened? Like something? Because I, I I go back to to World of Warcraft. We always had a problem with like our accounts getting hacked. But is there any game that had such a huge hack like this? I that, Man, I no. can't. Th- I can't think of anything that I've played that had a huge hack. Um, besides okay. World of Warcraft with just the DDoS, the attacks on it, but. Every new, yeah, every new expansion, somebody's being a DDoS asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like League and pretty much Activision, uh, Call of Duty always has DDoSing and stuff, but nothing that big because we usually play bigger games that have a b- bigger, pretty much like Firewall that helps yeah. us in a way. Uh, something like that. I'm not really sure. Anything else? Happened? Yeah, I can't think of a big one that I played that. And, and attack like that. Big? The no. games that are at this level that we do play actually go through like Steam and stuff like that. So there's probably a level of protection. When this game you actually download straight from the web page. Mm. So, mm. you know, the launcher might be helping you too. Yeah. All right. Well, so we had a huge, crazy announcement this week. Mixer is shutting down completely. Uh, yeah. For you guys who don't know, Mixer was a big streaming platform, much like Twitch uh, and YouTube to a degree. But now it's closing down. Have you guys watched Mixer at all? Daniel, you're the, you're the big stream watcher. Have you checked out Mixer? I have checked out Mixer. I've uh, watched a couple of people like Shroud who switched yeah. over. Um, Got paid big to do I don't, it. I don't like their platform. It 
I think it's more that I'm used to Twitch. Yeah. Using Twitch's platform that I I feel like it's just it's it's just too much to go to a mixer just for Shroud. And yeah. um I, I kinda feel bad for those guys that put all their hard work into Mixer to to make their platform, to make their uh pretty much income. Then all of a sudden it's like, all right, you guys are getting shut down. It's yeah. kinda it sucks because a lot of people went to Mixer. It's not just like, oh, I'll just go to Twitch. Because when Shroud switched over to Mixer, not everybody followed him. He doesn't right. get those same viewers. So it's kind That's of disappointing for the those people aren't going to get the same amount of viewers that See, cause they should. I, I was looking at Shroud and Ninja, right? Because those guys both, like, we know Ninja got paid $50 million to move over to Mixer, right? Yeah. So... But now that he's a free agent, it's not like he has to give any of that money back. He just got $50 million for about six months of work, and then he can move back to Twitch. But he did lose. I mean, there's no way he took everybody from Twitch with him. That's just impossible. Twitch is too established. Um, so there is that. I didn't think about the whole rebuilding aspect these guys have to do now. And, yeah. I mean, they're, they're big names, but there are a lot of other people that are not necessarily big names that have to basically start from the beginning. They're not affiliated anymore yeah. and stuff like that. that and a sucks. lot of them play on, like, Xbox, too, and stuff xbox because yeah. you could just my buddy would stream madden games off mixer yeah. so i could watch him play and then um just like that it you got to do a lot more just to get on twitch streaming for your xbox so well with the new consoles i believe it should be a lot easier correct that coming out it's supposed to be yeah. easier to stream. they're leaning on the streaming thing yeah but it's really i mean for shroud and ninja they they made money but other oh, yeah. people that work their hard, you know, just to get their platform big enough to make some income so they could actually do this for a living. And then all of a sudden it gets shut down. It's honestly disappointing for them. I feel bad for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah they just sucks. lost jobs. So suddenly too, it was, I don't know, or just yeah. one day you wake up and it's like, oh, okay, my livelihood's done. Yeah. So, yeah. Starting immediately, all Mixer uh, partners and streamers will be moved over to Facebook Gaming with uh, Mixer fully shutting down on July 22nd. Uh, Facebook gaming we talked about in the past uh, that that worries me so there, there's no way they're going to have even as much views as they have on Mixer because Facebook gaming the app we were talked about when we were reviewing it with uh, Cheddar was reviewing it, is that oh I can't get on my iPhone the reason is because Facebook's not budging in the negotiations with Apple uh, Apple says if you guys buy a game it's through our app store it's simple as that Facebook wants to sell their own games they want to sell games through their own app and then keep the profits um Apple saying no. They've applied five times now to be able to be accepted to the App Store, and they continue to like just say like, "Look, this is the deal. We want to sell games." And Apple's like, "No, we just don't do that." Um, so now, if you're like, "Okay, cool, I'll go with the Facebook Gaming app. They're going to help me move over." Yada yada yada. They're they're you're going to go and you're not going to be able to bring probably about half your viewers that watch on iPhones. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> what do you do? Do you? Have, I mean, so so let me just kind of explain this real quick. I went on a mixer. Because I was like, well, let me check out what everybody said. Every every streamer I saw said, join me on Twitch. <laughs> they had their Twitch, their new Twitch uh, yeah. addresses and stuff like that. Nobody was saying they're going to Facebook Gaming. Uh, so that just shows you right there how powerful Facebook Gaming is and how, how people are used to Twitch. Do you see a lot of people actually making the switch over to Facebook? Or are they just going to be going, going over to Twitch again? I see the people that are banned from YouTube uh, or Twitch going over there. But um, I feel like most people are going to be just going back to Twitch just because 
you get a lot more viewers there than you'll ever get on Facebook or yeah. whatever, YouTube. That was a good point there as well. There are a lot of people, especially right now, that are getting banned on Twitch. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of that later on. Um, but like Dr. Disrespect and stuff like that, some of these big guys are getting banned on Twitch because uh, they're really laying down the hammer for hate speech and stuff. So, yeah, maybe Facebook gaming is your only option. And I highly doubt Facebook's going to care about that kind of thing. Um, but so that leaves that leaves us with we have Amazon's Twitch, all these big companies that own the, you know, so there's Amazon that owns Twitch. Google owns the YouTube one. Facebook owns, of course, Facebook gaming. There's also this new one that Tencent came out with it. I was actually streaming on yesterday. Uh, we were the number one satisfaction streamer because it's so small called Trovo. So uh, check out or Trovo. It's called Trovo. Check out Trovo if you guys want to. The top streamer had like 35 views. <laughs> it's so small, wow. but it's only been out for about a month and the layout is clean. It's actually like, it's like, it looks a lot like Twitch, but with just some perks that you're like, oh yeah, I didn't think about how I wanted this. Um, huh. But yeah, it's a pretty clean layout. Have you heard of Trovo before, Daniel? No, never actually heard of it. Yeah, it's like, it's that, like in the baby stages. Yeah, I've only heard of pretty much Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube streaming. That's like the main, main ones. Yeah. I'm I'm literally the only person on the platform that sw- that streams satisfactory. So I was like, score. <laughs> That's yeah. great. I get I get 100% of the audience. Um, okay, let's move on to the next thing here. We have more bad news from Microsoft. Uh, they're closing their stores. They had these retail stores that was kind of uh, like the Apple store in, in looks and stuff like that. Uh, Microsoft announced on the 26th, June 26th, they're going to be closing all 82 locations, but they're going to change four locations into these Microsoft Experience Centers. I'm thinking it's kind of like the M&M store where you just go in and it's like, oh, it's neat in here. Um, mm. ha- have any of you guys, I think Squeaks, you have, has anybody been to a Microsoft store? No. Uh, yeah, I have. I've been to one in Texas and the one where we have here in California, close to the Bay Area. And they're pretty much set up like an Apple store, to be honest. So um, I always enjoy to walk in there. Um, I remember I went to one Microsoft store in the Bay Area when the Halo 3 was released. So they did yeah. a big party for it. And then they had this huge like multiple tv set up on one wall to make one big ass screen and they hooked up an xbox to it and we just started playing all halo 2 uh matches yeah. um they're they're i mean they're neither it's just like an apple store set up with a little bit more to offer yeah yeah um i i liked the idea i know there there was playstation stores in portugal and i thought that was amazing and i like that idea of like a place you can go to and kind of learn more about the system you're buying or or asking questions. It's kind of like GameStop, but it's even more tailor-made to the system you're already a fan of. Uh, but nowadays, man, just retail doesn't seem to work out too well. These little retail stores, even GameStop's struggling. So the the excuse that David Porter, he's the VP over at Microsoft, he explains mm-hmm. that during the stay-at-home orders, they learn that their employees are just as effective at home as they are in the, in the workplace. And they're doing more digital sales than retail sales anyways. So the uh, brick-and-mortar business isn't really profitable. So I, I'm very happy they're doing this. What they're doing is they're taking all of the retail employees and they're moving them into sales and customer service at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, isn't that uh, great? Like, that's a cool move. If if if, yeah. if your company's going out of business, see if you can move them at home work. Yeah. Now with COVID, could we see that like be a, a thing in the future? Like layoffs come in phases like that. Yeah, I think so. If they know, like, if they have a real game plan, uh, obviously a lot of businesses are probably scared to just lay everyone off uh, right away with no work at all. So if they have a smarter way to do it and be profitable, then uh, definitely. Um, As a consumer, like I'm a huge online shopper, no doubt about it. My life is Amazon basically. Mm -hmm. But I do like that instant gratification. So I do like to Mm -hmm. 
I mean, if I live next to one of these Microsoft stores, then hell yeah, I want to go and visit one. Yeah. Um, but I think it's something to look forward to if I'm ever, I guess, in New York. Uh, because seeing the Nintendo store, and they only have like two of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like a pretty much an experience. It's awesome. Like big statues of Donkey Kong and Mario and Luigi and Toad everywhere. And they have sections of different games. That was awesome to see. So if this is what the Microsoft store, Microsoft store is going to do, then <clears throat> I mean, props to them, I guess. It's just unfortunate that we won't be living next to one. Yeah. Uh, if you live in Sydney, New York City, London, or their campus in Redmond, Washington, that's where they're going to put the experience, the Microsoft Experience Centers. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you know, you're just out of it. They they did look nice for all the images. They definitely looked like that Apple store, real clean and bright. So yeah. That's pretty cool. I feel like I would hope to be a, like double the size too. Yeah, I mean, like we have like an Apple store over here in Arden Mall, and mm-hmm. when I used to have an iPhone, I hated going to that store. Like I, I don't know, like I don't know if it's just me, but i don't get excited to go to that store like i know i'm not talking about the center but my maybe microsoft was a little bit different but like stores like that it's like i could just go best buy look at all this stuff or youtube all these uh tablets and stuff like that yeah and you know what though like with the apple store it's like look buddy i'm actually gonna buy something so stop helping these uh, 10 other people that are just here to look at the Apple Watch. That pisses me off, too. That's true. Yeah, the yeah. Apple stores are usually in malls and stuff like that. That's where they get a lot of foot traffic, yeah. which is, yeah. you know, I'm sure good for them. They have a lot of people just kind of, of browsing and, and getting some attention to their products. But I need a charger. Like, just give me yeah. the charger and I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Best Buy is awesome. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the YouTube version. I keep looking over the second monitor to see you guys. So <laughs> it's not very entertaining to watch the side of my face the whole time while I'm looking at you guys on the second monitor. Hey, speaking of Best Buy, though, is do you see Fry's going out of business soon? Because uh, when oh I went to the no. store, it's really empty. Could it be just like, because of the situation? No, no. This was been, this was pre-situation. They've been doing it. Uh, they've been empty since uh, yeah. I think uh, last year on July or something like that. Like oh, they've been. Man. I think they really need a downsize. I don't think they need all that room, to be honest. That's true, especially um, with downsize. With make it look music. like you're packed and you have inventory. Because right now, I go to the one in Roseville, mm-hmm. and it's just like a whole half of the. Uh, I want to say mall because it's so big, but half the store is just empty. It's like, what wow. are you guys doing here? Yeah, all yeah. of them are like that. There's actually a guy that you did a YouTube video on how empty fries are across the uh, U.S. and they're. I don't know, like the employees aren't allowed to talk about it or something like that, what? but it's been going on for a while. I know, I, I heard that most of the stuff is in one of the places, I can't remember, but um, Vegas, something like that, I can't remember, but um, yeah, they've been empty for a while. Last time, when I was going to build my PC, I went over there, they only had three processors and like... Graphics card they had no, they barely had any motherboards, barely any DDR4. Like it was pretty, actually, they didn't have any, they didn't have any memory. It, That's it insane. Pretty, Usually, there's like a whole wall of just like yeah. every piece of memory you could want. It's beautiful, you know? Yeah, they That's sad. They didn't really have it's like, like monitors. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Squeaky. No, I was just gonna say because uh, me and Frank went to the one in Roseville to get my computer, mm-hmm. but. Literally, if you we went on the other side of the store, I don't know how it was then, but the I went after. If we went on the other side of the store, it's completely empty. Just shelves that are just nothing That's on weird. it. It's weird. They must yeah. be so they're either downsizing or they're changing 
Because one thing I, I can't imagine doing very well for them, or maybe they're leaning into really, is all the office furniture, stuff like that, or the movies. Like, there's no way you need a movie section anymore, right? Mm, it, unless yeah, you're doing like yeah. vinyl collectible kind of things. Like, oh, the collector's edition of Avengers is out. You don't need to have 32 copies of Avengers when everybody's going to just watch it on, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, could be something like that. Maybe they're just restructuring the stores, but to do all of them at once—that's pretty rough. Yeah, but I really want going, that sort of same business. It's been going on for—I mean, it's gonna be like probably what eight months now, something like that. <sighs> Sad. I mean, it's been going on for a while. I think last time me and Joe went, we we're just like, "What the hell is this?" Like, yeah. there was no point. Like, but I felt like just go Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> they had the better graphics card. They had good processors, so just go. And the warranty is top notch. I love yeah. the warranty over there. We have a friend that, that works at Best Buy that we can get discounts through, but he never gets a hold of us. So hopefully Joe's <laughs> alive. <laughs> I'm always trying to get those discounts. Oh, man. Uh, okay, let's go on to... Man, now I'm thinking about how Fry's better not be closing down. If you guys hear... By the way, let's real quick. If you hear the Fry's is closing down, call me. Not text, call, so I can get over there and get the sales. Okay. Yeah, oh, for sure. I want the for deals. Sure. That's what we're going to be doing. Uh, okay, we have a rumored Batman and Suicide Squad game coming up. Now, these are from the Arkham world these are both coming from rocksteady uh the arkham world's awesome it's beautiful i'm assuming i squeaks i think you played it right oh yeah for sure daniel did you get a chance to play any of the arkham games yeah i got actually i got all three from the epic game store sweet oh yeah the epic game store yeah, did really, yeah. they gave them all away way to put the plug in for the epic store <laughs> <laughs> i love the epic store uh so yeah th this is going to be the next batman in the series so it's actually going to follow the same storyline in the same arkham world uh it's pretty similar. It's going to be awesome. We're all going to love it. The thing we want to talk about, though, is the Suicide Squad game, which is going to be a live service game similar to Dis Destiny 2 or maybe like Fortnite kind of thing. Uh, it would rely on microtransactions while being a free game. That's not great. Uh, and this is the third attempt they're trying at a Suicide Squad. They've, they've tried to do this game where they kind of make it like the other Batman games. Uh, it did pan out for them. This one, because it's a rotating cast inside the actual Suicide Squad, they can you can kind of like customize your character, make new characters, and join in. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, uh, Daniel? Do you think a uh, live service game in an Arkham world is feasible? Yeah, I, I could see it. I mean, they did have the uh, DC game. I already forgot the name of it, but it's like DC Universe. Uh, yeah, DC Universe. DC Universe. Yeah. So I, I could see it. I feel like it's gonna be pretty much like play uh, pay to pay to fucking win, win get better stuff <laughs> oh man yeah um it sounds fun though it'd be cool to make your own little character try it out especially if it's gonna be free um will i spend money no i won't because i probably yeah. won't stay on it too long but it'd definitely be fun if we all try it I, i'm definitely I'm, I'm definitely gonna try it out yeah. dc universe was a lot of fun i actually really like that game uh i've restarted it a few times where you kind of do those first few missions and stuff um, but it's cool. Yeah, I can see that. And DC Universe is still live if you guys want to do that. It's actually free. Yeah. And uh, they've actually just added the Birds of Prey in there. So they're constantly adding updates to it. It's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, it's dated. Squeaks, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so you have me interested in like if it was a, a Suicide Squad Destiny style. Mm -hmm. um, because I would love to definitely be um, in the world of Arkham. Yeah. And more in the the see like a grittier side of Gotham and maybe in the alleys and doing whatever. But then it's like, okay, are we teaming up and doing kind of like a little dungeon thing, kind of like uh, Destiny? Because I really don't see. Are we villains? One of all, are we like? That's a biggie right there. Yeah, are we? I would yeah. assume so. You have to be villains if you're suicides. I mean, it's not fun being the nice guys. 
in, with your Suicide Squad. Not every squad. time, yeah. Yeah, I want to. Well, for wanna, sure. If now here's the thing: if it's Grand Theft Auto and we're Suicide Squads and we're trying to rob banks, that would be amazing. Yeah, because then that was my next thing. Like, how would the gameplay be uh, if it was like I'm gonna team up with you and Daniel and we're robbing a bank? Yeah, is it like Arkham fighting? Which I don't see that happening for a multiplayer game. I just I don't know. I don't really get that part so much. Right. Um, so I'm definitely interested in it. I would love to visit the world of Arkham in a more darker tone as a villain. Yeah. Instead of being Batman. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, my good transaction though. Hopefully it's just hopefully it's just um you know cosmetics and little shit like that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's V bucks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Freaking little pieces of crack. I'm just gonna get those V bucks. Speaking of Batman, we have Michael Keaton in talks to return as Batman. Uh, for you guys that live in Under Rock, Michael Keaton is the 89 Batman. Uh, it was that and Beetlejuice is what he was known for from the majority of his career until Birdman came out. Um, so this he will. This is Hollywood Reporter that reported this. He will be coming back in the Flash film. They're going to be doing uh, a version of Flashpoint where it's multiple... Um, what is that called? Multiple dimensions. That works. Multiple universes. Yes. Um so he would be from another universe and then, you know, you know, he's got to fix things or whatever and then come back, which is good. I, I actually wanted them to use uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the regular, oh, it's Bruce's dad, but this doesn't seem like it'd be that way. The exciting thing, this could be a gateway to bringing us uh, Batman Beyond into the DCEU, which the cl- the fans are clamoring for it because this is an older version of Batman. Are you guys cool with that? Do you guys want Michael Keaton back? And if he comes back, how do you want him to be used? Daniel, let's start with you, man. If Michael Keaton's coming back, I kind of want him to be used as a uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> let's get it. Give let's him a cane ba- like that Batman. Uh-huh. Oh, let's man. get him Batman Beyond Batman. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see Batman Beyond. And, and of course, it'd be crazy for that casting. Uh, check and see what's going on with there. What, what are your thoughts with that, Squeaks? Uh, I'm super excited. One, I think Michael Keaton's fucking legendary yes and two uh those batman films are some of my favorites of all time uh with the mind behind tim burton so i'm excited to see uh that for sure now ezra miller still attached to this uh yeah so far he is okay okay i just know with all the little with that episode he had earlier um we were asking we were kind of curious on what his future would be with the flash um I wonder how it would just feel Flash walks into a diff- different dimension and you see Michael Keaton Batman. I wonder what that interaction is going to be like. Well, in Justice League, and probably the Snyder Cut's going to explore this more, but in the Justice League movie, we did see him like go back to warn Batman. So we know that there's a version of the Flash that's jumping around in time. Okay. okay. Which is, I mean, that's the staple of Flash comics is that he jumps around in time. Um, and so it would, wouldn't, and if you look at the series, he jumps around in dimensions all the time as well. It wouldn't yeah. really be hard for him to do this. It's a way to get maybe Christian Bale to kind of wink in. Ooh, <laughs> I can you see your would... face, Squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If we could just get a couple of different Batmans, just don't bring in George Clooney, then that'd be, that'd be pretty exciting. It kind of little... Close uh, it on the little... nipples first and then pans out as George Clooney. <laughs> uh, that'd be neat. That would be a little fun thing for us Batman fans. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, I'm definitely on board with Michael Keaton. Anything he could, I don't care what he does. He could play a fucking penguin. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd still be oh, all yeah, excited about that. it. I'd watch that. <laughs> Him as Vulture, like oh, it was so good. Like I didn't think, yeah, especially Vulture. Like he's one of those Spider-Man villains that I don't care about. 
And then yeah. when you have Keaton playing him, you're like, I, am I rooting for Vulture? Like he's this guy who was laid off because of Iron Man. <laughs> like screw Iron yeah. Man, you know? It was yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I know he'll take on Vulture. What's that? Uh, they did a pretty good job with Vulture. I was a little hesitant with all the whole mechanical hel- uh, helmet and shit like that. Yeah. But then I guess it would make sense to kind of be not the old ass geezer with a big nose <laughs> flying around with feathers. <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's not quite photogenic. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. the Ezra thing, though, that surprised me. So we'll see if they're going to answer to that. I would be very surprised if they don't mention it at all. If WB doesn't yeah. come out and say like, oh, it was all fake or so, like just something. Address it somehow. But, you know, what? We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but we're still going to watch this even if they don't address it, right? Like, it's a shame. Page. It's a shame that most people watch it. <laughs> I, I don't know. The better part of me saying like, no, I won't watch it. I'm going to protest it. <laughs> But the fact that we have a geek podcast and <laughs> well, we're just going to pass up on Flashpoint, my very favorite, probably favorite <laughs> comic book storyline. I don't know. We'll see how things go. I just wish to just recast Ezra. I want them to take uh, Grant Gunston from the show. He's like amazing at, at Flash. Um, make him the new Flash. I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. Great. I'm not. I'm actually not on board. I don't really don't give a shit about Ezra or the guy that playing the TV show. Great, so yeah. it'd be kind of. I'd be okay if they just recast the character, period. Off the top of your head. Anybody you want in particular? Oh, fuck. Um, Come on, you're going to bring this up? You're not going to be ready with somebody? <sighs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Oh, my God. He's not too old or anything Colin like Farrell. that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know he was too old. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Think of someone young. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, oh, is- then give me um, the guy. Um, I love this fucking actor. No, I can't think of his name. Uh, the guy that played uh, the Elton John movie and Kingsman. That guy is amazing. He might be the next Wolverine. What? Oh. <laughs> I think Squeaks died. Somebody check on Squeaks. His camera must have froze. He's just passed out. Serious? I love that actor so much. I he's can't a, think of his dude, name right now. Kingsman is so good. He's he's is, amazing, Kingsman. I was hoping he was the next Spider-Man, but then t- Tom Holland's doing a great job, yeah, yeah, so yeah. whatever. But I was actually rooting for him to be the next Spider-Man. He's the number mm-hmm. one contender right now for our next Wolverine. So wow. we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, next up, we have George R. R. Martin says the next book is coming out in 2021. I know this is like really good news for just a few of you guys. Um, <laughs> so he does this blog that he, you guys check out his blog. It's really good. It's called Not a Blog is, is the name of the thing. Um, but it's a blog. He, he put out an article saying that uh, the next book in a song of ice and fire should be expected 2021 he's been staying home because of the covid thing he actually stays in a cabin in the woods to stay safe um wow. so a quote from him is yes i'm in an actual cabin in the mountains no i have no fever yay for the uh for the present at least i am healthy for an out of age or for an out of shape guy in at 71 um at least and doing all i can do to stay that way so really good if you're a fan of you know the books and george himself Always worried about his health. He's getting up there and he has, you know, uh, probably about 20 more years of books that he needs to finish to finish the Game of Thrones storyline <laughs> with his writing pace. So 71, we need him to live to 91. You know, <laughs> he doesn't look like he's going to get there, but we're all rooting for him. He's also working on the Game of Thrones spinoffs. He's actually helping writing two of them. He's working on the Duncan Egg story and uh, he has this book. And then there's this is some little side projects that people are tapping him for because he has a lot of other like sci-fi books out there because of... Uh, Game of Thrones, they're all tapping him. Uh, he has another one here. He says, if nothing else, the enforced isolation has helped me write. I am spending long hours every day on The Winds of Winter, which is the next book. 
um, and making steady progress. I finished a new chapter yesterday, another one three days ago, and another one the previous week. So he, he explains that the characters he's currently working on are Cersei Lannister, Tyrion Lannister, Sir Barristan Selmy, and um, Ora Hota. So Hota is book only, I believe. Barristan's already dead in the show by this point, where he's at right now. So if you guys love Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, uh, this is your chance to jump back into it. And um, I mean, I'm just so excited for this. I know it's not that big of news for a lot of people, but it's really good to see that he's making good progress. He gets distracted way too easily. The dude's on vacation all yeah. the time. He's got that HBO oh money. Oh my God. You know, it's like just somebody chained him to his desk. Great. I was going to say because all the work for the film, but apparently no, it's just vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll see him like, oh, I'm going to uh, Hawaii to a conference. And then he's there for like two weeks. Like, bitch, that, whole, that conference was for two days. What are you there for two weeks? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Amazon's Lord of the Rings show. It's now casting. Okay. Now we've been waiting for this. It's gonna be really good. It's a lot of money they're throwing this thing. They're throwing in like the movie level amount of money into this. It's really good. Now, yeah. here's the casting call, and I've got an idea. Okay. They said they're looking for funny people, funny looking people. That's in quotes. Funny looking people. They want these are all literally from the casting call. They want facial burns, long skinny limbs, acne scars. Deep cheekbones, facial lines, missing bones, large eyes, and skinny faces. Look, I'm not skinny faces or anything like that, but funny looking. I think, you know, I, could, I think I can handle that. So here's my now, idea. Where, where is this casting at? <laughs> you, we, you, we'll get, I'll, I'll help get you there. <laughs> not, no, not just me. I think all three of us make a casting video. trying, oh, to, And then we get flights to New Zealand and we could be on the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> It'd be great for the podcast. I'm just saying. I was like, okay, that's funny, whatever. But then you that one sense where you said we could be in the Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So that's the deal, guys. We're going to be making videos. I'm, I know Daniel's over there like, Fuck this. But yeah, I'm going <laughs> <it. laughs> to make videos explaining why we should be really good in Lord of the Rings and how big of fans we are and that we want to join. Um, if the video turned out good, we'll throw it up on Instagram. So we'll see how that goes. What? Yeah, what was I say? Do you have any ideas of the video? Uh, I think okay, so it'd be like, "Hi, I'm Frank. Um, I think I'd be really. I like. I love Lord of the Rings. And I think I'd be really good. And then you have to explain like the kind of character you can play. So I'll say like, I would love to be a dwarf. Uh, I've always been a big fan of drinking, and <laughs> <laughs> I could also be Hobbit. I can get the hairy feet implants. Yeah. Um, if needed, I can voice a dragon. And stuff like that. So things like that, and then we'll just go from there. And then maybe you'd be like, "Oh, look, I could be an elf." I'm relied on my feet, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So we'll just kind of explain who we can play. I will literally send these because I have the name of their the, the casting company. I will send oh, the wow. videos to them. No joke. I think we have to do a, a fight scene. <laughs> fight scene. We're trying to stay safe at home. We're doing this over the <laughs> – and you're like, let's get together to make a fight scene. <laughs> we have to. I want the two-tower quality. <laughs> well, if you could do like that old kid that used to do the lightsaber Star Wars old YouTube video – or he's like doing flips mm. in his garage. If you can do that with a fake sword, I'm sending that in. Like okay, you, I'll work on it. You're debating about it. Dan, are you on board? Uh, no. <laughs> All right, we I'm, I'm good. Oh, don't, I, I don't want to be on camera. Would, yeah, you do. You want to walk around with those elf ears on? Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. I know you. Yeah. I know you. I know you. <laughs> you probably already have them in that drawer behind you. Don't even fucking play. I'll be he the does. hobbit that uh, gets mad and just yells. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The frustrated hobbit. Yeah, that's already elf. boom, that's it. Daniel the frustrated hobbit. Perfect. There you go. I like it. <laughs> You're that neighbor that nobody fucking likes. That's oh, okay. That's, that's, that's yeah, that one dude that's like sitting there grumpy with everybody. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking that pipe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh last bit of news before we get into the esports desk. Uh and we're gonna be going this is like two parts of Last of Us and then we're gonna be doing a review for it later on. Uh, no DLCs planned for The Last of Us Part Two. Game director Neil Druckmann. Yep. Uh, has confirmed that there's no DLCs coming, uh, that the first game, when they were actually making it, planned on having a season pass and DLCs. This one, they have no plans during the development, so they know it's not coming. Uh, Naughty Dog has done DLCs in the past, not only with The Last of Us Part 1, but with Uncharted 4. So what are you guys' thoughts on this? Do you guys like when they have no more DLCs, or do you want like a little bit more to finish the story up? Um, Daniel, let's go with you. Uh, let, let's see. Uh, I'll take this one. <laughs> they better come out with another one like a last of us part three whatever or they better make a dlc or i really hope naughty dog has no luck in any of their future games <laughs> I, I really hope they have no yeah, luck in dude. any of their future games that's all i have to say <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so the story uh, didn't uh, end the right way for daniel so he needs a dlc oh man squeaks what do you think about um, this um I like it though. Uh, I like no DLC. Um, mm-hmm. they, you get to tell the complete story that you want within a game, and there's no little, I don't know, buffers after it. And I appreciate that hey. more than anything. Uh, instead of just trying to grab our money. Yeah, uh, I, I like it too. For a person that hasn't been in the game yet. Okay, but then if you know it, it's a cliffhanger. Then you know the third one's coming. Come on now. Oh, don't worry. I'll let you know what's it. gonna happen. Don't worry. You haven't been there. Okay. So, if Last of Us is the fastest selling PS4 game, you're going to tell me they're not going to make a number three? Come on now. Right now, they, they have. They have. Huh? I would assume they. I assume that they have to. I'm like, it's just too big of a game. Well, they have to, but there's they never planned it. That was the thing. They said That's that they have true. no plans. Yeah. That's what yeah, pissed me off. Not on the docket, so we might get something else in the same universe, but not necessarily from the same characters. Yeah. God, oh, okay. This is crazy. I can't wait to beat it. Daniel spoiled the end of it for me, and I'm just like, oh, it's sad. <laughs> I'm, like, depressed over here about it. Uh, okay, oh, let's it. head over to our eSports desk. And I'm putting in that intro music right now. It's all fancy. Here's the eSports desk. Uh, okay, so we did that Twitter poll last week. I just want to remind everybody, uh, we're going to start doing uh, the eSports desk by itself. This one we're just throwing in on this part here. But in the future, over the next month or so, we'll be phasing this in. We're going to do an esports desk like bi-weekly. It's going to be its own episode where we just bring you guys a ton of esports news. So that's just a reminder on that. Uh, there's one major story I've got, but before we get into that, is there any esports you guys have been watching lately, Squeaks? Have you been kind of catching up on any esports right now? Um, actually, I haven't. I just know that, I mean, obviously, I'm still kind of paying attention to uh, Overwatch. But right. I feel like right now, it should, we should focus on one story in particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daniel, have you been watching anything or no? Uh, just watch, uh, I've been watching League of Legends on my off days uh um, how's that been is going? that is that live right now is that going on yeah it's going on it goes yeah. on it starts uh saturday sundays and it's been pretty good meta's boring still and character uh, they actually added a new there's a new broken character that certain <laughs> people are playing which is pretty awesome <laughs> new broken character like how you just yeah. right away qualified is that yeah uh yeah for myself um Overwatch, I know that right now they have a, a tournament going on. I haven't yeah. had much time to watch it. I've been just a little bit too busy. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of behind on everything. But there is one big story we're going to be talking about. 
now we've we've talked about Method before and how they're really good for the brand of esports, the way that they kind of you know bleed into other games and stuff like that. So it's fair to say that we're kind of Method fans. Like I I, I am. I think Daniel, you definitely are, right? I'm not a Method fan. I'm more of a Sko. Oh, now he's not. Now he's not. Shut the fuck up. You fucking Cidu's method awesome. lover. I follow Cidu. Do I not lover? Do not. Do I not follow Cidu and you are a big Cidu fan. He's a healing shaman, and the, and then you're also a, a Sko fan. You took a picture of the Sko, and Sko's yeah. actually been well. We'll talk about it here in a bit. So, Methods is a really big company that that basically bleeds into all different games that that handles them. They started in World of Warcraft as a guild in World of Warcraft, and that's one of the reasons why I've always found them very appealing. Uh. They are facing some major fallout because they've mishandled some sexual abuse within their franchise. So what had happened is they have this healer. His name is Josh. We don't need to go into what a healer is and stuff like that, but just assume it's a player on their team. And he has been... So allegations came out that he has been messaging young women, underaged women, uh, sexual messages uh, and pictures and stuff like that. And then he's also been accused of rape. So... um, Due to kind of covering things up, there's been some some mishandling of this. It's really hard to nail down the timeline, but it basically started when um, a Twitter user, Alex, uh, posted a twit long, which I didn't know what that was before this, but it's basically where you could post like a blog post and then have that sent to Twitter. They've been communicating with this twit longer thing. So <clears throat> if you guys want to read all these terrible details, they are actually on our website. Uh, if you guys do want to like look into these situations... Please be gentle with the victims because they're out there sharing everything on Twitter, which means that they're open to everything too. So just be cool about everything. Uh, but yeah, so Alex says that you know he's been he's been messaging me with inappropriate messages. I was 16 at the time, and right away, Derry, which is the method social media manager, jumped in on this and says like, "We, I can't believe this is happening. We're gonna we're gonna figure this out right away." And within an hour, Method terminated Josh's contract. He's done, so he's out. Uh, and then, you know, she goes and she, you know, again, says that this doesn't fix the problem and we are very sorry for it. We're going to see what we can do. Um, but this is just the beginning. So this, it's this whole freaking mess where one after another after another, these tweets came out with full long stories of allegations against Josh and all the things he did. So we have grooming young women, which is, you know, kind of the first step of pedophilia. We have the uh, messaging young women and then we have uh, rape. And uh, this is not the first time Josh has been in trouble. So in 2019, Kotaku, which by the way, guys, follow Kotaku, amazing website. Um, Cecily DeSanto, DeSasio, sorry, pointed out Josh's disturbing behavior during this like thing about how there is a lot of sexual uh, harassment and abuse in esports. But she pointed out Josh's disturbing behavior with a 17-year-old named Caroline. Uh, police investigated that one and there were not, there wasn't enough to prosecute him at the time. Uh so before we go too much farther, I'm going to get you guys' uh, awareness of Josh as a player. Have you guys heard of him? Are you guys aware of him? Daniel, I know you, you kind of watched the, the World's First stuff a little bit better than yeah. Squeaks, maybe. I kind of, I, I've seen him, especially on the World First uh, yeah. runs. Uh, I mean, there's really not much I know about him. I just, I just know about what's going on right now. I know he's a yeah. good healer, and that's why he was on the roster, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and then so he's one of those guys that's just like, yeah, he's one of, to me, like when you hear other people talk about him, preach, for example, talking about him, he's like, yeah, he's a weird dude. 
He's the kind of guy you would expect to be sitting on, as Magold said here, he's the kind of guy you expect to be sitting on the computer all day long. And then he finally leaves for conventions and then comes back. So he's that kind of weird dude that you'd expect, you know, doesn't go outside much. Um, for Asmogol to call somebody weird is <laughs> something unique. Wasn't he married, though? Or Because I remember watching a couple of his streams, and I thought he had someone with him, but I wasn't he does. sure. I don't know if that's his wife or a girlfriend. But he, yeah. well, I don't, I, you know, because he jokes around that he can't get a girlfriend. He has this real dark humor when I was researching uh, him. He has this real dark humor where he's like, no women will love me. And he, like, does a hangman, like, game or whatever. Like, no one loves him. Stuff like that. So he's a real oddball kind of gentleman does not represent what your average esports player is like. Yeah. So I want to just kind of push that out there. Yeah. So um this so you know that you know that that was his first claim back in 2019 through the Kotaku article it really started this whole police investigation. Uh once this whole accusation storm was kicking up, Method fans began to claim that Method knew this whole time that Josh was doing these things and just continue to use his services and kind of hide everything, not talk about it, pre- brush it all under the rug to keep him playing. Cause he is a very good healer. He's actually, I think they're one of their best healers. Um, Meth responded with a statement. It was a long statement, but basically the main part is it has been circulating on social media that method and specifically the guild were internally aware of the extent of Josh's behavior. This is categorically untrue and sickening to read. So that was put out by the Method organization as a whole, not any one particular person. That was such a bad idea. Because right away, we had uh, Rod uh, Breslow, he, he goes by Slasher, real big esports journalist. You know, if you guys go to like Dot Esports and stuff like that, he's always, he's always a big voice over there. He comes out and says, quote, multiple former Blizzard employees have told me Method's newest statement is a lie. And that members within Method have been aware of Josh's behavior for quite a while. Hmm. So, where was the Blizzard employees to kind of like put the red flag up on this? Either right? That's there. Yeah, I don't. You know, there's so many people in the story that never took any initiative or integrity on anything. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I want to know what how much they knew and and if they, you know, what I'm saying like, okay, if you work within the inner works of Blizzard. Because Blizzard benefits from Method being such a big name, they're always in the, at the tournaments. You know what I'm saying? It's oftentimes Method versus Method because there's so many players in their yeah. their squad. So Blizzard did kind of, you know, have something to benefit from them being legit. So there's that too. Uh, so yeah, so he says that they knew about his behavior the whole time. Method then began losing players, partners, and sponsors like crazy. Yeah. Corsair put out a tweet saying that they're ending the relationship. That was a big part of their funding. Now you mentioned Squeaks. I think you sent me a message saying somebody else just left. Do you remember? Yeah, MS, MS, MSI. MSI gaming yeah. company, yeah. big one. Yeah. Uh, so that's two big sponsors right there that left. Twitch is, says that they're on the attack. They're going to be shutting down anybody that had anything to do with Josh that knew about the information. So they're doing their own investigation. If anybody uh, had messages back and forth referencing this. Anything like that, they're banning all those accounts. So this can really get kind of out, of, you know, crazy uh, from Twitch. Now, Twitch is actually the main source of income for Method. They pay Method a yearly amount. Method uses that to pay their players. Uh, that's actually kind of if Twitch completely abandons abandons Method, they they literally just can't pay anybody. So that's that's the biggest part of the money. Now, Wowhead, we all know Wowhead. It's it's a staple of the World of Warcraft community. It's um, a source of news and stuff like that. It's ran by Fanbyte. They're also leaving Method behind. They had a lot of these co-partnerships where it's like, oh, the world first race, and they would be pushing it a lot. They're abandoning them now. 
some of the biggest streamers out there and casters, which is a big part of it for their method, uh, stepped out as well, including SFN, Nash, Panda TV, and Preach. Preach, personally, is my favorite. Of those, you guys, I think Preach is something Squeaks, you probably watch, or um, Dan, you're probably familiar with Squeaks, or with Preach. Um, are you guys familiar with any of these guys? Uh, a little bit of Preach. Nah. And I know streamers, Sidu, uh, he's leaving too. But is Sidu leaving? I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, yeah, he tweeted that he's going to be leaving. And he had talked to pretty much Sko about his contract and pretty much ending in. Yeah. They said pretty much okay. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's leaving too. That's a huge hit for them. I mean, he's 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 the linchpin of of some of their teams. And then I think his girlfriend, Sko's girlfriend's leaving too. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my god, she's part of his brand. You always see yeah, them together on so many things. Yeah, but she was saying something about she's not happy about the the what's been going on, pretty much. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's totally mishandling. Good on her. That's awesome that she's doing that. That she's standing up for herself and stuff like that because it's hard to just be like, let me stick in there. Because she's so entangled with the leadership, and yeah, it's really it's a but, leadership problem. But Sko knew it. I mean, yeah. That, and did did he tell her? So did she know this whole time that, too? That's what's kind of like okay. You, well, you assume you tell your girlfriend. Yeah, and he's what he's part owner or part Sko's part. Whatever. He's he's owner. co-founder. He's the co-founder. co-founder. Yeah, so with uh, like, Sasha, who's got his own problems right now, we'll go over that a little yeah. bit. Too. Oh, you took a picture with Sko, huh? Yeah, what's that? Yeah, I know you're such a mythic yeah. fan, sorry, man. Yeah. Just let's talk yeah. about this real quick. So Sko <laughs> is at fault if he knew about this, and I, I'm assuming he did. But for a lot of people who just look up Sko on social media, he looks like a d bag. But he was a pretty nice guy when we met him in yeah, real life. Cool ass dude. Yeah, um, we sat there and, and actually chatted with him a bit while uh, Method yeah. vs Method. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that he's getting he he made the wrong moves. Um, okay, so Preach, one of the biggest names out there, and he's just the nicest guy. He's one of the nicest streamers. Um, he's this excellent caster and everything like that. And he was going to be casting their world first race for I think it was Nishara or Ashara. Um, he brought his kids, but he first asked, "Is Josh's investigation done? Is he found innocent?" And at the time, Method told him. He's proven innocent. Everything's fine. This was middle of the investigation. Nothing proven innocent. He, he preaches bringing his kids near this dude who's messaging young girls, uh, you know, with inappropriate pictures and stuff. That's fucked up. That's a breach of trust that you have with somebody yeah. you guys work with so closely. It's just so sad. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot more with Mythic that could be found out later on after this investigation. Yes. I think if they're we're doing those some... little lies. Yeah. If they're doing willing to do those little lies to uh, other people. Um, I feel like it's a pretty corrupted organization. Yeah, but uh, honestly, you could kind of think like there's probably other organizations that have the same issue. Like there's also for sure because you want that top player. I mean, he might have a dirty little secret. I mean, that's the sickening thing, though. Yeah, that's 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 the problem. For a couple of heals, I mean, for some heals in a video game, you're willing to be like, okay, hey, my healer, while he's healing me, he's also fucking taking pictures of his dick and sending it to little girls. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was wrong, but the money they yeah, make, yeah. that's the thing. They make a lot of money for this, for gaming. There's a level of, of pressure there, too. So, yeah. yeah, we're all agreeing, of course, they're fucking wrong, and they, they're this all is wrong. done. Method is done. Yeah. But there is a pressure there. The reason they're doing this is basically what we're saying, not necessarily justifying it. This is the reason they're doing it, is because... Yeah. 
the amount of pressure and just being a mythic raider, Daniel, you're familiar with this. Yeah. It's it's on your mind literally all day, every day. And you're you you have to be the very best you possibly can be, and sometimes that's not good enough. These guys are the highest level of that. They live, yeah. eat, and breathe. They play this game for 16 hours a day, then go to bed. Um, so when they find somebody that's an adequate healer, like Josh was was for them, and I mean, Method is these guys that would always be world first. If they weren't world first, that was the news. Um, and so, you know, I went every, what, six months, whenever a new competition came out, new raid yeah. came out, they were always world first. So they had to keep on top of that. They found this healer. So they were so desperate to hold on to their, their, their hat or their, you know, the leadership. They're willing to, to, to do this despicable thing. But it makes me think we have other raid or guilds out there that are in the race. We need to check everybody. We need to not just go off their method. Let's check everybody. I don't want to throw out names out there, but there's other guilds that are always like second and third. They're also under the same amount of pressure. I think it's best that they at least do internal investigations, kind of make sure that, hey, everybody's on the up and up, right? We don't yeah. have to worry about this in the future. What do you guys think about that? Oh, I definitely, for for like an owner or a, I don't know, whatever, the manager of the team or something like that, yeah. be like, hey, uh, since this is in the light now in our, I guess, organization, uh, not our organization, but of the esports and mythic rating and whatnot, or mm -hmm. dungeons and all, um, is everyone that's close to me okay? You know, that's what I think it really is. Because um, if we were like on this competition level and it was us as a team, I'd, I'd come up to us and be like, hey, uh, because of this, something crazy happened in the world that we uh, currently enjoy the most with the World of Warcraft, are we all good here? Yeah, yeah. that's a good yeah, point. Like, say, say this podcast got so big that it was, we were, you know, raking in the dough and stuff like that. Uh, finally taking out IGN, my life goal. So, what if we were doing that? We would have to sit down and have a conversation like, look, is there anything that you guys have done wrong that we need to get you out of here now? Uh, yeah. Generally, we're, I mean, we're all friends. So I'm not going to hang out with a person who's like this, like Josh. Yeah. So we're pretty safe. But these guys have a work, more working relationship than they do friend friendship. They do spend immense hours together. But um, yeah. yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you guys have to, you, just like any workplace, you have to make sure you're not working alongside somebody who's a monster. And yeah. you know they were. They were working alongside a guy who's a monster. It's too yeah, bad. Yeah. So uh, we have a ton of players leaving. I'm really surprised by Sidhu. I mean, just because he's he's so big for them. Um, yeah. But they've been removing all method branding from their Twitch profiles and Twitter accounts and even the stream overlays. They have like the method chair. Everybody had method chairs. Those are gone. Um, everybody's leaving. Even Derry, the social media manager that, manager that first addressed when the, when the first big one came out, she left the company already. So that's all because of Josh. We also have basically within the same day, that this, this is all stuff from going down in two days. In the same day, we have uh, Sasha Steffens, which is the co-founder alongside Sko, who, uh, who's you know one of the top dogs over there. He's on administrative leave because of allegations of misconduct throughout the week as well. Message, uh, he was with a pair of women in uh, her name. They were Sweebliss and Anna Fushi. Um, it was at BlizzCon 2015, and they uh, saying that he, he sexually advanced on them unwantingly. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they're at BlizzCon, and he made a approach. I don't know. I don't want. I don't know the details exactly, but I think it was something with an elevator. Daniel, did you hear more about this? I think you were telling me about some more. Well, of this she was the 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 warlock, right? The uh, is that what it was? She, okay, so she was yeah, on the team. Yeah. So she, okay. I think she was at. She rented a room with with them, and then she was in her room, and then all of a sudden, I guess he barged in into her room and started talking to her about something and then she pretty much 
something happened. I don't, I don't think he did anything, but she, he started being really inappropriate and saying yeah. stuff. And I didn't read everything because I had to go back to work. <laughs> but right, it's, right, right. it's with that. It's something out of how it's like they all decided to stay together to, you know, share. The Josh. Yeah, the Josh thing is kind of overshadowing it. And I was I was researching the Josh thing. Then all of a sudden you're texting me like, do you hear about you know, Sasha? I'm like, oh, shit. So um, it's the house cards really falling down over there. Yeah, uh, it's bad. Yeah, Stefan, he's denying everything, but they're, they're doing the investigation and he's on suspension. Sko came out with a response saying, there's no doubt that Sasha acted wrongly in this situation. And I want to be clear that I do not condone this action. His actions. I would also like to say that I know I have known Sasha since 2007, which is basically when they founded. Uh, and outside of this situation, he has never given me a cause to doubt his good character. So they're doing the investigation. We'll see. There needs to be a third party investigation on this. Um, I believe there is. Yes, there is. So we'll know soon uh, what's going on with these allegations. Following the allegations of misconduct, um, they, oh yeah, this is just from the organization. Um, C C O C E O Sasha Steffens has been placed on unpaid uh, administrative leave pending the results of a third-party investigation. So yeah, they're going to bring somebody else in to look into this. This needs to be done. We, I mean, this is just crazy. As much time as you guys spend together, you guys wouldn't know. Uh, did you guys have a chance to watch the clip I put in Discord? No, I worked this weekend. No, I haven't been on Discord. No. Oh, it's so upsetting. <laughs> so He just texted to me. I, well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's from 11 months ago. Okay, so it could be oh, um, working on the, the past allegations, the Kotaku one from 2019. But, you know, these guys keep saying like, oh, we didn't know, we didn't know. It was during a raid. Okay, we all know these situations. We're in a raid, 25 people in the, in the chat together. We all have mutes. And when you're going to go, you know, go to the bathroom or get a beer or on the phone, you mute. You mute so nobody hears you. Josh didn't mute. So he's on the phone. And you can hear him talking about, oh, blah, 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 allegations, yada, yada. He starts saying things. And the rest of the guild on the chat, on the Discord is yelling at him, mute, mute, mute. Somebody mute him. They're all trying to shut him up. Because they're all streaming live. And this is somebody else's stream. It was clipped. I put it on our Discord so you guys could check that out. They all yeah. knew that he was talking about allegations that were, that were, you know, needing to be shut down. First set of allegations or second, nevertheless, the guild was all aware of the situation and were protecting him, trying to shut him up. Finally, somebody with, you know, an officer basically muted him through server mute on Discord, protecting him from saying anything too bad. But somebody grabbed it, clipped it from Discord or from the yeah, stream, of course, one of yeah. those streams and got it. It's damning evidence. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. I think, honestly, everybody needs to be investigated. Um, yes. I feel like a lot of these people that are leaving Method uh, really quick are just, it's like that guilty as well. Like, oh shit, until yes. it's going down, I'm out of here. So you need to pull those people too. Um, I'm curious of what the future holds for each individual of that team. Yeah. Um, are, are they even hireable for any other team? Like if you, yeah, they, if someone from, you're running a, a guild and someone from methane comes up to you um would you even give them a chance and you just say fuck off i don't want any of if, that shit in my yeah head. i would say no for the most part but if there was full investigation i i you know again when you're a mythic raider you you work with each other so closely that you basically know everything i yeah just today i'm texting with one of my old guildies baby pictures back and forth you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know them that close um so it's really hard to, to say that you wouldn't know this about Josh. Uh, even after that clip, they're like, oh, Josh, you know, they're, t they're talking shit about him. It's because like, oh, you guys had a jovial, you know what I'm saying? Like we all have a hall that had that in the past. I don't know. Uh, a lot of the people like the Method MDI teams and the Method Arena teams, which I think actually would include C um, CDU, 
they're starting their own groups right now. They've already announced okay. they're starting their own groups. Do you know if that's what Sidu is doing, Daniel? Uh, Sidu was saying that he's going to look for uh, a team with his group right now. Try to find a team. Okay. So but, join uh, somebody else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think everybody in Method knows about this whole thing. I right, do yeah. think everybody that Mythic raided knew. I do agree with that. But yeah. like Arena, stuff like that, no. I don't, I don't believe they, they would have known the whole Josh situation because they're yeah. not into that he, i know cd would join their pug raids but i mean that's not his like, main place yeah it wasn't his main thing he would just get gear so he could do more pvp and kind of thing the organization is so big as well they're in other games they have like yeah. little valorant teams and stuff like that too so um there I mean, there's a lot of people with the method branding that are just removing the method branding yeah. just because they don't want to be but it's it's actually the world of warcraft raid which is what they're most known for that's the one that they need to be really 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 investigating and figuring out who knew what when it's insane though just thinking about it like this big organization is just yeah. done now now in our now circles you, if you told yeah. me last week method's going to be demolished next i would no that's the biggest name in in esports yeah. in world of warcraft there's no way isn't that demolished like over a day or two yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like in two days I, I was trying to put the articles together while news was coming out i'm just like holy cow give me a sec guys like there's so many tweets and stuff like that this big storm coming and people are jumping on it, and it's it's just madness. Do you think uh, they try to make a new group, or like Go tries the, to make his own thing again, or uh, Go I think trying to save Method because they do have a couple more sponsors. They have like uh, um, NordVPN still sponsoring them. Uh, there's another one that's real small that's still sponsoring them. I think he tries to save it, but it, it will be scaled back to a new level. And then I, there's going to be a ton of new teams that prop that that crop up, especially yeah. like in arenas and stuff like that, which I'm totally down for. Because I, ne- I never, I was never a really big fan of like Method Orange and Method Black and Method Europe yeah. and Method, you know, uh, I'm cool with new names. So we'll see how that goes. Following investigations, of course. Yeah. I wonder how the fans feel. Like uh, if Method were to continue in just that name, would there be a lot of boos in the crowd, you know, kind of like that? Uh, yeah. They're probably booing. Yeah. I, I, I would be, yeah, I would be booing myself um, because it's, I, I think so. There's such a bad stigma right now with esports and and sexual harassment and stuff like that that the people that are wanting to do better for the the genre in, in general are extra worried about this kind of thing so when you have such a big name like method coming up with this big they're going to be hammering on them hard that's why twitch right away is like no and using the storm this this is why you know disrespect stuff like that they all got they've been swinging that band hammer left and right on other streamers because of this one like it actually sparked something for twitch where they're going through and cleaning their house up that's pretty good. Come follow us on Twitch, guys. We're all good people. We play Satisfactory <laughs> and some other games. So, yeah. And we'll be playing World of Warcraft come Shadowlands for sure. All right. That's it for the eSports desk. We're moving on to the main event, The Last of Us Part Two review. We're going to go spoiler-free first, and then we're getting into all the spoilers afterwards. Uh, so let's start with the spoiler-free What version uh, first. Is this a good follow-up to the original uh, Last of Us Part 1? Daniel, why don't you kick us off? Um, yeah, it is. It, it, it. <laughs> that pause in there. I know. Like you're just doing it He's contemplating, man. It's, it's all, all the gears are moving quick. No, no, no. He's just so it's, mad it's right just, now. He doesn't uh, want to say anything good about it. Honestly, it is a good follow-up. I really did enjoy yes. it. It does continue the story. You yeah. know something big has to happen. To continue the story, to continue it, to make it uh, 
big enough to to make a full story out of it um i feel like if you all play it you're all gonna enjoy it ah like most of you guys will enjoy it let's just say that most of you guys will enjoy it sounds like we're not getting a 10 out of 10 on this one (laughs) yeah um oh uh squeaks you want to say something because yeah it's definitely spoilers yeah yeah it's definitely a good follow-up for sure um and then what i really like about it too is that we really uh progress in the life of ellie and joel Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't feel like it's it's a cut and paste of where we start and where we left off and then where we start. Um, Actually progresses. It's like down the yeah down the road a little bit and how they're living now. Okay, so visually, let's talk about visuals because we get these stills that just look amazing, like they're almost photorealistic, and especially of Ellie, like her, you know, just playing the guitar by the tree base, or the trunk. It's these beautiful images. Uh, when you're playing, do they feel that rich and in-depth squeaks? What do you think? Is is there that much color in there? Yeah, definitely. So there's uh, certain areas of the game where all you do is walk slowly through something. So it could be a forest. It could be mm-hmm. through a, a street with some buildings on the sides. And I feel like it's that's there on purpose to show you how beautiful that we could create this game. So mm-hmm. there's definitely areas like that that show off how how well they did with graphics. and Yeah. That's good. Uh, Daniel, did you notice any excellent soundtracks going on? What was the background music kind of like in this game? Background music. Oh, I don't think there is back. Well, very, very little. Very little. It's just yeah, more really. uh, the guitar. Like really, I know they're yeah. able to play some songs on there. Uh, what was that song that? It's a, shoot, I forgot the name. It's but. a really quiet and sneaky game. So it really is like just mm. you're hearing the environment basically. Yeah, your soundtrack. You hear the waterfalls. Uh, the 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 birds and the, the sky stuff like that people yeah so yeah so they don't necessarily want to play music because it's you're supposed to feel alone and in a quiet forest you do have a guitar yeah. like certain scenes like they let you play your your guitar but it tells mm-hmm. you which way to go and then uh she'll pretty much sing uh it's just like certain cutscenes kind of thing okay I mean it, it, it's beautiful it, it's pretty nice uh but like Squeaks is saying it's mostly like sneaking around or the sounds of guns or footsteps and hearing where they're at or seeing where they're at. That's pretty much all this game is. Okay. Why don't you go into a little more of that? What is the basic gameplay? Like, what are you doing? What's your loops? Uh, Like what is pretty much the story about? Kind of not thing, the story, or? not nah, the story, the gameplay. Nah, so gameplay. like, is it about sneaking up on people? Can you just go in and fire off your gun and shoot everybody in town? So like, I would like to say it, it's kind of like, um, Metal Gear Solid and like Splinter Cell. So it's it's a lot of like sneaking around. Like you could most of the time you could just sneak past people or you could just assassinate them. Uh, if you don't want to spend uh, waste your ammo, most mm-hmm. of the time you just go up behind them, somebody and just shank them or choke them out, whoever you're playing as. Um, yeah, that, or you could just go guns a blazing and just start shooting people, but then you run out of ammo. So what do you do when you run out of ammo? Do you have very good melee combat or is it pretty dependent on the gun? Uh, you, it's, yeah, I'll you don't have really melee combat. You like, you get a knife or yeah. if you're the girl, the other girl, you, you got your fists, but, uh, mostly you, you're going to want to sneak around, sneak behind somebody and just like kill them real quick. So yeah. you don't waste all that ammo. I was doing that a lot at first. I was really playing the game like Assassin's Creed style. Um, but then I was talking to others and talked to how them play, how they play, 
So I was doing a lot more using weapons and crafting mines and bombs and molotovs. So instead of just you, you get melee. You can pick up like a bat or a machete or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can use it. And they do wear down after a while. And you can also craft that melee weapon to be a little stronger. Get a little one hitter, one hitters on everybody. But a lot of the goal is that even though ammo is scarce, there's a lot of crafting material you can gather to create like landmines. Um, so you can play, you can play however you want. So yeah. if you want to go guns blazing, you could go to gun, guns blazing. If you want to plant bombs and kind of be sneaky, you could do that as well. Um, or if you want to play like how I kind of was in the beginning, which was kind of frustrating after a while because I was getting bored with it, that Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed style where you're just kind of sneaking around everywhere and shanking everyone. Yeah. That's okay too. But then I really got comfortable with using, uh, my silencer gun, uh, bow and arrow, um, kind of mixing it up a lot more. Well, once you once you unlock the bow and arrow, it pretty much opens yeah. the door for you. Then you could do a lot more. Like you just kill somebody from far away and then just sneak up behind somebody and just assassinate them real quick. And then it just clears it a lot, a lot faster. But it takes you like, I don't know what, six hours in or like eight hours in to finally get the bow. And then yeah. uh, plus when you get your silencer for a gun, you only get three bullets and then it breaks. And then you have to find material to make a new silencer because it uses yeah. oh, a plastic bottle. So, oh my god. Yeah, so it's a lot of building and stuff like that. You you can play it whatever way you want. I had fun sneaking around killing people. Um Does so. does that building kind of slow down the gameplay or is it actually rewarding to sit there and like upgrade and, and add features to your weapons and stuff? I'm going to say slow down because I feel like this one this Last of Us uh compared to the first one, I really felt like I had to scavenge everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I was just like and like okay, I know I see a building, the windows are busted, I need to go in there and grab water and cloth and shit like that, but sometimes it's like, oh my god, fuck, I just want to keep going, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, do- uh, it does slow you down, especially when you're getting to a point that you have no no band-aids and you're just like, shoot, I need to look for something to just heal up a little bit. It does so slow you, you down. Is it less rewarding? Would you take it out of the game? No. It rewards you fine. When yeah. I take it out of the game, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I would like to be not as big, but it rewards you because you find like a, a certain magazines that'll give you upgrades on how to like another tree, like you I unlock see. a tree to yeah, get upgrades. Um, yeah, so you unlock um, like a there was a hunting magazine, okay. so it learned how to use a a rifle better with a scope or some shit. Um, so it rewards you if you do go out there and look for things. Okay. What uh, features did they add from the first game to the second game that you thought was a good addition? <laughs> Daniel, why don't you go uh, I mean, these things through? Do they even add anything different? Because like you're still doing the same thing. You're still up customizing your gun. You're unlocking your tree. I believe most of the features... Any UI are- changes? Actually, fuck, no. <laughs> did you notice anything? different i didn't i feel like it was the same exact thing where you open your backpack you craft stuff that was the same yeah that, that uh, was to pull out was... your weapons were the wow. same that's kind of nice uh, though to be so identifiable but the first there's like you were saying assassin's creed the stealth thing every time i play a new assassin's creed game i'd have to like okay they, they're doing things this way now where block works like this now yeah or oh this one has this new talent system or this one has these bases we have to defend it's nice to have that kind of mix it up but there's times where i just want to go in and i just want to continue the story I care more about the story than I do about the gameplay as much. 
with this game, everybody talks about how great the story is. Do you find yourself caring more about the story or more about the gameplay? Daniel, let's go with you first since you have more experience with the story part. I more I care more about the story. So like, okay. I mean, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I got to enjoy this game. But after after like when you're 10 hours in, you're just like, man, I want I just want to play this <laughs> so for the story and just beat it. Yeah. And I mean, they delivered. They definitely delivered in this game. If you were to watch a full walkthrough, would you be satisfied with the story or would you actually like, I don't know. I got to be there to shoot that gun. Uh, I would have to be there to actually, I would have to play it and do it to feel feel better. Did you find yourself caring more about the story or the gameplay there, Squeaks? Yeah. Like I said, it's a hundred percent story. I actually uh, would talk kind of down on the gameplay uh, because at times I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to kind of just go in there guns ablaze. But there was really never those moments, but you would have to create those moments. But sometimes I wanted to just be like, hey, this is what you have to do. At least where I'm at right now. Right. So let's, um, from where you're at right now, can you give us a couple of pros and cons squeaks that you'd give for this game? Um, gameplay is a little slow okay. um, to me. Uh, I want a little bit more uh, fast paced. And we have some fast paced moments, but there was never, at least for me and how far I am, a time where I was like, holy shit like they're all coming at us we have to shoot unless it was that scene was made for it right um without spoilers uh daniel might know like the truck scene you know with jesse uh when you're in the truck and you pretty much have to shoot yeah um that was that was awesome that was a lot of fun even though it's very little to do with Mm -hmm. gameplay um but it was a little slow sometimes and sometimes i felt like okay fuck here we go again there's some tall grass let me hide uh, there's people these people patrolling over here uh sometimes i yeah i just want to so some repetitive from what you, so far you've been mentioning the repetitiveness of the game quite often there is a lot uh, yeah. of repetitive <laughs> and then sometimes uh, yeah, for sure honestly I, I feel like they just added way too much it was just like okay well we gotta go to the hospital okay well hospital is this way but guess what? It's blocked right here. So you have to go through this building. And the, oh, wait, you can't go through this building. So you have to go over here. I, I felt like they added way too much of that. It was just a lot of like going yeah. back, like zigzags. How do we extend the, the time of the game? Kind yeah. Of thing? Honestly, Trying hard that, to immerse you in this world, maybe. Like, like you were looking on a good note. Yeah. You could have probably ended the game in 15 hours. Like, honestly, oh, I would have wow. been cool with it. I wouldn't have been upset at all. I would have been happy. So let's, let's. Let's shout out some pros then, Daniel. Give us a couple of pros for this game. Why why it's worth going out and spending that 60 bucks right now? Pros. Uh, if you're a big fan of the first one, you get to see it continues. Um, stories, amazing. Uh, let's see. Customizing. Actually, I have fun customizing the guns because you get to choose which which gun you like to use better. Like More like the bow. I want to make sure my bow is stronger so I can assassinate people. Or a shotgun, especially when I get caught, I'm just like blowing people up with a shotgun. So that yeah. was kind of fun. You get to like squeak say, choose the way you want to play. So I real chose- quick though, Daniel, was that in the first one? I know you get to customize your gun in the first one, you but were. did it have that bench in the first? In the I first don't one? remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I'll say I really like the bench. If anything was new, all it is is that Ellie finds a bench and you put the gun on it. But the way she customizes it is really like. Um, you want to change the hand grip. Okay, you'll see her unscrew the hand grip. Um, oh, she'll cool. take out the ammo and stuff like that. Really detailed. Um, that's cool, but that's just like a little, I don't know, little applaud. It's nothing game-changing or anything. It doesn't do anything for the game. 
Okay. Any other additional pros before we give it a grade and then go into the spoiler field? Um, I'm going to say, uh, of course, the story. That's all it is. Like I said, this is probably yeah. one of the best storytelling games I ever created in a video That's game. That's a big one. Uh, That's good. But, but I did not get in my feels like uh, with Ellie's love interest mm-hmm. as I did with Ellie and Joel. And that was a downfall. Okay. Um, I felt like um, her and her girlfriend were just... I wasn't connecting with it. I felt like the girlfriend, all she wanted to do was fuck all the time. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, there's no, when you play the first one, you're like father, daughter, and they, yeah. you see that relationship. And this one is kind of like, okay, we're semi-girlfriends, semi-girl, or I guess they are. I don't know. It's complicated, I guess, after a little bit. <laughs> That's what the Facebook uh, officially says on their but, accounts, like, oh, complicated. Is it really? <laughs> no, I'm joking around. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like they have Facebook like, in they this world. Facebook. They don't, obviously. They have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking like real life Facebook. I was like, oh, great Facebook gaming. <laughs> um, but that that connection, it just it just didn't feel that strong when it comes between Ellie, Ellie and Joel than it is with Ellie and Dana, 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 yeah, Dina, 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 Dina. yeah. Um, so that's not there, but I feel like, and then we go back and forth to where like, okay, flashbacks to be like, okay, this is, uh your relationship and how good it was before. So I'm curious and Daniel probably knows because obviously he beat the game is that relationship's maybe not that strong and Uh-oh. why I don't feel the connection with them. Let's not well, go any farther with that, this story though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause, cause just, Daniel was still just my, Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to hear Daniel talk about it. <laughs> well, I just want to say, honestly, like throughout the whole story that she doesn't just want to fuck. Just saying. Bro, uh, she was like throwing up and be like, oh, do I look hot? Like, no, nah, bitch, you're throwing up. And she she was like, oh, you should have kissed me then. It's like, okay, yeah, I get that it. Was, like, that was like, fuck again. There's like maybe three parts in the whole story. Bro, three that, parts. And then and Jesse comes then back. Then like and, 20 hours later, there's another okay. part. And okay. she's like, get off me. <laughs> okay, but, oh, spoiler. But, <laughs> but ever since Jesse came back in the picture is when it's like, okay, now it's, not being like that so now i'm like oh fuck she's gonna have feelings for that guy again mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just trying to whatever <laughs> just throwing things out there <laughs> all right um let's go ahead and get our spoiler for grades here daniel what would you grade this thing we got a's b's what are you looking at man c's d's a's b's or c's i would say a good b really okay yeah. and just no plus or minus i'm because su- you were very excited about this game that's why i'm kind of surprised that it's B Not the A level plus. for you, but B, B plus. plus. You throw it at B yeah. plus. Okay. What do you think, Speaks? Uh, what do you think? I'm, I'm a solid just B. Just, just B. solid uh, B. Okay. Gameplay uh, is kind of, I get bored with it sometimes, but the story is just so amazing. And what's, that's what keeps me in it. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the story, it, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, if I had to do it, story 10 out of 10 and gameplay 8 out of 10, that's what brings me down there to like okay. 8, really. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, B. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Okay, now, we're going to go into spoilers now. Uh, So, if you guys are listening and you're like, oh, no, I'm not there yet, stop, because Daniel's about to spill it all. And Squeaks is going to have to just enjoy. I kind of want to sit in on this, though. Okay, good. You're in. All right. Daniel. Oh, God. God. Daniel, what I want you to do is try to focus it down to, like, the five major plot points. You know what I'm saying? So, um, give us us kind of a a rundown of the game, story-wise, the major plot points that happens. Go for it, man. What you told me is already exciting, so I'm excited to hear it again. just logging off right now. (laughs) uh, Go for it, Daniel. 
pretty much uh, Abby. She is. The story is so complicated because it, it pretty much just like drop a bomb on me right now, Daniel. Just drop the bomb. It, on it me. questions your main characters on who's good, who's evil, kind of thing, and right. it's like, are they really evil? Or are they just trying to get a little revenge for what happened? But pretty much what happens is Abby's parents or dad worked for the Fireflies. She was the main, he was the main doctor for the Fireflies. And Joel was taking Ellie to uh, the Fireflies to get the cure out. Mm -hmm. And then Joel finds out, you know, she's got to die for it. So he murders everybody. So in this story, Abby's dad's dead. And she wants revenge. So she finally gets her revenge off Joel. Kills her. In front of Ellie. And pretty much you're, you're, you go back to Ellie and Ellie wants revenge. And Tommy, the younger brother of Joel, wants revenge too. So she sets off with Dina to go get their revenge against Abby. And they travel to Seattle. That's so you're much. questioning whether or not the revenge is justified the whole time, or if yeah. it's just straight up revenge and needs to be. Yeah, squashed. it's just straight up revenge. Yeah, right. Yeah, because uh, it gets like really, the whole story gets crazy. Because then you start seeing like Ellie's just killing all these these members of this group. Oh, by the way, uh, when the fireflies you uh, when the fireflies got murdered people that lived they separated in two different tribes i think it's two or three one of them was like um wolves yeah the wolves and then the other one were like the clan members scars yeah the scars but they're like old villager kind of like use uh lanterns and stuff like that yeah uh you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah m night Shyamalan's the village yeah i got you yeah so uh pretty much (laughs) they end up so abby Join the the wolves, and yeah. uh, what I was saying is, so you're going to Seattle to pretty much find every m- member and kill them all to get your revenge. And while you're doing it, you're just murdering so many people. At one point, you even murder a girl that has a baby, and then oh she God. starts becoming like dana and dina so it's how much i care about her is this ellie that's like yeah this is ellie so ellie's just losing control throughout the story so you're just like what the fuck is going on and pretty much you're going building to buildings to find your you have a map and you're finding all these certain points and you're just killing everybody that was there when joel died oh my god yeah, and then uh, spoiler for the first game. Shit, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, this uh, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, part yeah, two. So, um, yeah, so once you start killing all these members, you get to the you almost where you get to this uh, theater system, this theater, yeah. and then that's your hideout that you and Dina. Oh, by the way, oh, fuck. I, I got to spoil it for you. Um, no, spoil it. He's here, man. Yeah. You're going to spoil everything. Yeah, I'm already saying. There uh, you go. D- Dina's uh, pregnant. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Oh, you did? Bum, okay. Bum, so bum. Dina's <laughs> pregnant, so she has to stay at the theater because she's But you know what? That's a shitty thing, though. I'm going to back up with what you said about Joel. They killed off Joel so fucking early, and that's what pissed me off because they well, should have killed him mid-game. Let me build that relationship. Remember what I forgot. I mean, remember, take me back that to what I That would have been a good move. Yeah. 
and then respark do it. I that knew... that that respark that exactly. kind of feelings you had from the first game, yeah, and then when exactly. you lose them, that's more important. Yeah, exactly. see, I I thought the same thing. A lot of people were super upset that Joel died right away because yeah, me too. He was the main character. Like that's why everybody played him. It wasn't because of yeah. Ellie. It was because of Joel and how he was just a <laughs> yeah. badass, right? Yeah. But Joel bias. throughout throughout this whole game, you start getting memories of like when she was younger and mm-hmm. he took her to a, a music huh? Tear jerkers. Yeah, you seen it? The the amusement Some of park yeah. when they she put on the astronaut suit, she went the Yeah, the museum. Yeah, the yeah. museum. Uh, like just those flashbacks were so beautiful. I'm getting see. goosebumps right now. It was just so <laughs> that's, emotional. That's why I don't give a fuck about Ellie and her girlfriend. And then I, I mean, man. they did a good job on bringing back flashbacks and doing all this stuff. But then you also find out that Ellie was a piece of shit to Joel and didn't want to talk to him because how he kept that whole thing a secret and the fireflies and she didn't die for the cure. And he's like, and you pretty much find out that he's like, I would do it again if I had to like, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's so droll. He's an awesome yeah, guy. He's that, so cool. That yeah. do what he thinks is right. So well, I, what, what's right is, I don't even think so. What's right is that you give Ellie the fireflies, they make the cure, but it's, it'll take her life. And in the right. world, that's right. But he was thinking selfish of himself because yeah. he's like, You're, oh, no, that's yeah, like a that's, daughter that's, to me. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's Sorry, it's hard to go off that. It, would I have done the same thing? Probably. I would have done the same thing. It's tough, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so the story just goes on. You're starting to murder all these people. Then you get to the this museum or this theater. And Abby's there. And she's about to kill she's Ellie. At the theater? Yeah, at the theater. Oh, fuck. And then Ellie's about to look at <laughs> Ellie's about to get shot. And then um Squeaks is squirming for those who are just listening know, to the podcast. <laughs> and then anyways, the story like I don't want to hear it, but I want to. <laughs> stops there and you play as Abby. And you see you play so whenever whatever Ellie was doing, you get to play as Abby, whatever she was doing at that time, you were playing Ellie. So That's you're cool. playing through Abby's story and then you start actually getting attached to Abby because she starts becoming kind of good and helping the scar, these two little scars. Remember, oh, I hate ruining this shit. Squeaky, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he had time. He had plenty of time to play it. Ruin it. This is independence. Well, anyways, you start falling in. You start Fall liking Abby. <laughs> That's the thing. You start liking Abby. I, I actually yeah. liked Abby and I, I started Don't saying, well, I kind of see why she's she killed Joel. I mean, he, she did, he did kill his, the dad. So it's like, I understand yeah. that. It's just a whole story of revenge. Really, Yeah. Just it's just forth. all about revenge. And I mean, you could be going too far. And I think Ellie went way too far, just killing every single person. But anyways, you're going through Abby's storyline. And then once you get, I think past Seattle day two or three or whatever, it, pretty much goes back to the theater and then you're abby and you're fighting ellie and then gosh yeah so why don't you why don't you get so there was one thing that i think a lot of listeners are going to agree with you those who've played the game where there's basically two ending points can you kind of yeah. explain those to us and what your theory is or why you think yeah, this yeah. is wrong so after the whole theater fight you get to you play ellie again and pretty much abby lets you go she's like, hey, I don't want to see you again or I'll kill you kind of thing. 
and Ellie ends up, it's like eight months later when the baby's born from Dina. I think it's eight months. I, I don't even know. Didn't really say how many months, but the baby's already born. She's at a house. Their their house. It's like a little farm. She has sheep yeah. and everything. They and really do that. They, it was Ellie and uh, Dina. Dina uh, are taking care of the baby. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, well, hold um, on, I was hold going on, way squeaks. south. I was going you know, way south with it. Huh? Yeah, watch what happens. I I was uh well, I was watching. I was hoping that Dina would betray Ellie, and would be like, "What? You you're immune to this." And then it would have caused like holy shit! Like my girlfriend, yeah, but she, uh, turned me in in a way. Two I was hours in, she knew about what happened. No, two. Hours. I know. I was hoping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping that she'd be like, "Holy, what do you mean? Like you're immune to this? Like you are a cure?" I was kind of yeah. hoping that would happen. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyways, they they're at a farm. They're happy, and then. Like, it would have been the perfect ending right there. Like, you yeah. could have just left it as, she's still happy. She gets Dina, kid, little farm, and then ended it there. Would have been perfect ending. I wouldn't have been so pissed off. But then they added another three hours to the game. And it's like, yeah. oh, Tommy's back. And then Tommy's like, hey, I found Abby. Let's go murder her. And then, <laughs> she's, then she starts having flashbacks of Joel dying, Ellie, and then... Yeah. Then she has to go hunt. And get, then, get that revenge mode going. Yep. Now. So she yep. tells Dina, I got to go. This is so go. Red Dead Redemption, by the way. Red Dead Redemption does this yeah. for both their games where it's like you think you're done and it's like you got three or four more hours of gameplay to go. And you're just like, why didn't you end it perfectly over there? Yeah. I don't want to see the sad parts, so, <laughs> the sadder parts. So pretty much you, Dina's like, if you go, I'm not going to be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So they should have just ended the game right there. But they didn't. Could could you see like if they let the game the player because I I'm assuming the reason they didn't do this is because they're gonna have a third one, but would it have been better for players to have their own agency to choose whether they choose revenge or love? Uh, it would have been a better. I think it would have been an awesome idea. But yeah, yeah but, but I the think thing they really want to get one direct story across to everyone. No, but the thing uh, what I'm saying is like it would have been a perfect ending. She would have had the girl. It would have been a happy ending. But then they added these three hours. So then she Dina tells her, "You leave. I'm gone." So pretty much, Ellie's like, "I'm going to kill him, kill her." Yeah. So she goes out. <laughs> to fuck you, and fuck you, and the baby. And so she she, she goes out to try kill Abby, and by the end of the the whole thing, you oh, get, God, you're like, my heart's pounding right now. You I'm get like, to the beach. You get to the beach. You save Abby because she was captured. She was tied up in the beach, and she was out. She was gonna die. You save her. Then she's like. I can't let you go. And then there's a major fight scene. Ellie loses two fingers. So she struggles to play fucking the guitar again. Oh my God. Those are Dina's favorite fingers. Fuck. And then, <laughs> then she's not happy because guess what? She she let Abby live. And then she goes back to the house at the very end of the, the show. And Dina's not there. And she tries to play the guitar and she has the missing fingers. And that's how it ends. And she walks away from the house. And <laughs> that's we... the ending. That's the fucking ending to this fucking game. And that's why it's not an A. <laughs> Dude, first so... off, I'm screen grabbing the moment where while Daniel's explaining, me and Squeaks are both like intently listening to story time. Like <laughs> it's such a good story. Um I, I skipped like, a lot of like, shit. Yes. I just sad to, but it's just yeah, so... it's such a big story, but man, it sucks at ending. Man. Uh so yeah. hey, squeeze when you get to the house part like 
you're with Dina and shit, just, just cherish, cherish that moment because that, no, because that's, that's not, what not I gonna wanted. be the ending. Just turn the PS4 off. <laughs> that's actually the ending that you're telling me that they're separated is uh, is kind of half of what I wanted. I kind of wanted some betrayal. Uh, Why? No, I'm glad because I was really hoping that when you had the first encounter with Dina and Ellie, and where Dina finds out that Ellie's immune to it all, I was really hoping she'd be like, "Hold on, what the fuck? Like you're you're you don't." you know, get infected by this. Yeah. But that she would start to start to think that maybe like, hold on, your blood or something could kind of be a cure. Kind of like what the fireflies wanted, that she mm-hmm. would reinvent that process. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. But that'd be a lot you got to think too, look, like, look, okay, so I understand that. Like think of walking dead right now too. Like there's a lot of sick fucks in America. Do they really deserve the cure? Do they? Um, Especially those that are burning everybody. <laughs> yeah, I at least like I, I do honestly, not trust Dane on the post apocalypse. Now I'm, yeah, I'm officially say, saying uh, that I'm on the record. <laughs> just saying, if there's it's an Ellie or the Cure, take an Ellie. Just saying. Squeaks over on a Steve Wilco show where he wants them to fight it out. Uh, <laughs> on honestly, I watch Steve Wilco's in hell. <laughs> uh, people hated the game multiple reasons because Ellie was gay and. Joel was dead. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. That was honestly the reason. And that's such a stupid reason to Joel hate the game. Dying, I hate the game because yeah. it's bad gameplay or story. Like, come on now, guys. Yeah, yeah. Joel dying was really disappointing. I figured he would have died not right in the beginning, but yeah, it, something big had to happen. But ruining the ending, they should have just had it at the house, ended it. They could have just so boom. Weird that then that's she, the ending though. She could have like, had why? flashbacks of like the whole thing, and then boom end perfect yeah. happy she's a little yeah, miserable that's, that's she never lame. killed abby <laughs> but guess what a new one could come up we're left like at least she's still happy now i'm left crushed and just thinking wow ellie's kind of a crazy bitch because she just murdered so many people she's on the dark side now yeah now yeah, she's kind of she's dark Early. yeah so now it's like fuck and then, like, the way the story was going, it's it just, like, a mix of everything. It's just, like, I don't know. Do you, not, do you feel like while you're playing, you're emotionally involved in the future? Like, yeah. is, does it actually grab your emotions? Yeah, it does. It definitely oh, yeah, does. Sure. That's why I want to so break good. my PlayStation. But it, the story was so good, but I think they should have really done something better. Or they should really yeah, come you out. Wanted, you wanted this cute ending and shit and whatever. That's weak. No. So, basically, the what I feel like is, like, the ending basically... It's like the end of Godfather. Like nobody wins because I know, it's all but in, a, in this fucked up world. She like uh, you, you understand what I'm saying, Taff, right? She there's still no, more than there's never no, ended. It there's was, never a win situation for revenge. Is basically what it sounds like. Yeah. She, so yeah, I agree with that. But it's she still didn't kill Abby at that point. So why not just oh, yeah. end it there? So she still didn't get her full revenge. She just killed just extra characters that didn't really want to kill her joel those characters really didn't want to take partake in that they said that they did but they really didn't want to kill him and then she still lived at that point that's why i'm saying why why did she free her why did why do you think or what was it that made her free she felt bad for her at that point because she killed all these people so jesse jesse comes up to you and says that Hey, I know where Abby's at. Let's kill her. And Tommy, you're like, okay, cool. Tommy. Let's go. Oh, Tommy does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, goes and let's kill her. I was like, okay, cool. Let's go. And then you don't kill her. So yes. then you go back home. 
with and missing fingers. And now you can't even fucking play the guitar. Well, I mean, but, but what Daniel's really... saying is if she didn't go, it would show growth that she's grown past revenge. Yes. Instead, she falls mm. for it again and it's just repeating a bad. It's like when you're watching Mad Men and you're like, please don't cheat on your wife this time. And he does. It's that same thing, Breaking Bad. Like, come on, dude, just work on the family. Don't make more mer- uh, meth. And he makes more meth. And so it's that same thing that we see more and more in, in current dramas where you just please don't fall in that bad habit and they do it. It breaks your heart, but you can't wait for the next one. <laughs> you know, it sucks, but. So do you but, think, so obviously then she went there and kind of cured herself from the revenge all the time. No, I mean, no, she's, she's honest, right? She, she was able to let go. She was able to let go. She didn't kill her. No, she did. She's not able to because she's still upset. She's still upset. Oh, well, she'd then, be still upset, but I feel like that she broke the chain now because she was able to let go of that. I think more, I, I don't, I mean, that's possible, but I think her final kill, the main one that kind of upset her was when she was like killing the, the baby. She accidentally killed the baby too. So it's like, Jesus. so, cause like there was a girl that was pregnant at the time. So she didn't realize she was pregnant and she killed her. So yeah, that, that kind of made her upset. And then there, there's so many possibilities in the story but i just it kind of upset me wasn't it really no go ahead go ahead ahead. i was gonna say yeah it's kind of bullshit that you have multiple guitar scenes that um you'll listen to a song for like two minutes and now you're saying i can't fucking all that learning of the guitar go back to see play it now i can't play it yeah yeah right what well (laughs) what else upsets me too is like at the very end there's like a scene that you you're talking to joel and stuff and Pretty much, it's it's the whole fight, huh? Oh, the fight where at the party, yeah, at the party, and then she like she goes up to Joel and she's like, pretty much is like, you know, I kind of, she wants to try to get back together, like be together again, like be a family, and like kind of forgive him, and then at that point you just realize you can't because right after that he dies, and it's kind of like. Yeah, Sad. but what was Ellie's last word? Wasn't this is Ellie's depressing. last words what, the <laughs> fight? Such a good story. What? Wasn't Ellie's last words to Joel like the fight? Or no? No, no, no. So after after the fight, she actually goes to the house and be like, "Hey, I could have took care of myself." This is very yeah. ending, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, I know, but I felt like it was wrong because he was like pretty much shaming her for being gay." That guy. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I pretty much want to make amends kind of thing. I want to kind of forgive you. And it was just like kind of after that, it's like Joel dies. So they were never able to forgive each other. Or she so was never still able. ended like. On a so I think that was a big thing, too, for revenge. It's like she never got to forgive him in the way. Well, you brought was, up a you brought up the fact that the, earlier and then you bring it up again. Um that Ellie is gay. Now they didn't mention that in the first game, right? It's that's a new re- revelation for this More game. Right? In the yeah. DLC, you find out, right? Okay. The DLC. Uh, you know, I didn't play the DLC. I didn't want to buy it. Oh, I didn't uh, give a shit to buy it. Somebody was yeah. telling me on the DLC, you kind of find out that Ellie yeah, is kind of liking this other girl. Yeah. I didn't get to play it, but that's what somebody was telling me. So, so the game me. currently is being reviewed bomb because of that. Uh, yeah. People are review bombing because you know, oh, Ellie's gay, so let's review bomb it, and we have yeah. nothing better to do with our days. Yeah. So, um, you guys hear the non-biased review right here. We got a B and a B plus. I give it a B only because of the ending, honestly. <laughs> if, it was, if, it, if it was like happy-go-lucky, we're living now, and she rose, she yeah. would be an A. Oh, definitely. If it was just the house, oh, like God, that, the, they took out the three hours, hey, 
Yeah. Oh my. Not God. A plus, but an A. Fucking Red Dead Redemption Disney does that same ending. thing. It's so frustrating. I love Red Dead Redemption. Number two, I think, is one of the best games ever made. But like in the first one, spoilers for these real quick. At the first one, you get to a point where like I'm back at the house. I got my family back. The guys off my back. And then it's like, oh no, you have more to play. So then you're just kind of working on the farm. And then fast forward three hours of just working on the farm. And you die to a mass of bullet, yeah. bullets coming to you because the FBI comes in and finishes you off. And then in the second one, it finishes with a major well, death. Yeah. Don't forget the first one, you end up playing with the sun. Remember? You do. Yeah, yeah. That's how you continue it, yeah. doing. You play the sun. And then yeah. in the second one, you, 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 uh, you know, you're playing and then there's a major death. And then you go to John Mars and you're playing as John Mars the whole time. And, um, and it's just like that three more hours of kind of setting up the beginning of the other game. And it's... I, I argue with that too. Like, is this game better if they didn't add those three more hours? Yeah. It's a tough one. It's such good finishes. And then they're like a little bit more. I don't know. I kind of argue that they don't need them. Yeah. They really shouldn't have added it. It would have been a really good game. People that are hating the game too. One big thing people were hating the game is because it's, they got leaked. The whole story got leaked before the game came yeah. out. So people were bombing on it and talking massive crap about the game and it's like okay if you're a true fan of this game you wouldn't have read those spoilers the whole entire exactly you would have waited that's what i did but you know what i waited but i was really really tempted to be like ah fuck it i'm gonna read these spoilers i was never (laughs) tempted because i couldn't wait to actually see the game this beautiful game with a beautiful story that i actually loved like when i somebody tells me what favorite playstation 3 game you did you love playing mm. last of us one yeah, that story yeah. got you and that's why i was hoping this one is and this one is honestly it is it, it i mean the game was so beautifully done it's just the end 100 percent, yeah and and the reason i i give it a b is because besides the gameplay is just my connection was not as i felt it with joel and ellie but i like how we revisited memories of joel and ellie yeah. and that's what really connected it i just really those were amazing yeah yeah. And very touching. You just felt so sad. For sure. For sure. It was just such a good game. All right, guys. This is probably our longest recording ever. We're actually about to hit two hours. Oh, this doesn't no. feel like we've been recording for two hours, yeah. but we haven't. Uh, so we're going to call it here, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really Thank appreciate you. it. Uh, we're going to be doing the Audible next week. And um, I'll pick the first book. What we're going to do for that is, you know, we pick a book. You guys listen to it. Sign up for Audible. Uh, we get a little bit of cheddar every time you start a new trial. So just throw that out there. Um, and we appreciate it and pays for the service. So uh, check that out next week, guys. Hope you all have a wonderful week. This We have one more episode that's of the Gathered Gamers where Squeaks and I are going to debate um, P- PS5 versus Xbox. And then who, what, I'm going to let the fans vote for mine. I know you're not on board, but the fans <laughs> are going to vote for what system I buy first. Uh, but that's what's going to be going on. So we'll talk to you guys later. You all have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Dude. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.